Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. Also online, PR927FM.com. And you can find us on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and like the Pirate Radio Facebook page, and you can watch us and chime in right there. We got a ton to get to on today's show. We'll talk a lot of Pirate Baseball inside the Players' Lounge with C.J. Mayhew, Ryder Giles, Bryson Worrell, Zach Agnos. We'll talk March Madness, and we'll kick off today's show talking some Pirate Football. Troy D. alongside, and Holden Aylers joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios here on a Monday. What's up, guys? Good to see a clip. Happy spring. Yes, sir. Officially here. Good to see you, Holden. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Man, uh, got your first. I, I guess it wasn't a scrimmage. It was more of a practice yeah, than uh, than a scrimmage Saturday. But, man, this time last year, we're talking about how deep the receiver room was. This time this year, yeah. a little bit thinner. How was your first look at these receivers? No, it was good. Um, it was good. I mean, it's going to take time because, I mean, obviously, I mean, a lot of those guys that were on the team last year had, we kind of came through the program together. Um, that we, we started as freshmen and then kind of you know got got to the point last year where they were the ones that i mean we were thinking the same thing the whole time i knew what they were thinking and what i was thinking and um you know this year we got some young guys that are gonna have to step up they're doing a good job i mean they're working super hard um it's, it's definitely fun to work with them it's gonna take some time this spring that's what spring's about also is, is to get in time with them so um it's a process but i mean it's going well what's the spring like for you this is you know your final spring ball yep. as a pirate uh, I'm sure you got to have a lot of confidence going in. I'm the, the team leader now. What's this last spring like for you going into it? Yeah, for me, it's more about just just pulling other guys along now. I mean, I'm in my fifth year here. I mean, I know um, what I'm capable of, but you know, I can see you know what this team's capable of too. We got a lot of returning guys. You know, minus the receiver position, really, our whole team's back. Um, so it's it's really just about pulling those young guys along, getting getting the team as ready as possible um, for September third for NC State and that big game, and and really for the season after that too. So just getting those young guys to, to come along with us, um, and, and really just working hard that way. Tyler Snead's been such a security blanket for you, Holden, and also you had the CJ connection uh, with yeah. Conley on the East Carolina. I guess you've got uh, some security blankets in the tight end room right now. The tight end room looking great, but who are you uh, throwing passes to out of practice? Who, who are those receivers you're talking about that uh, are stepping up right now? Yeah, I mean, kind of like you said, it starts with the tight ends um, with, with with Ryan and Shane and Aaron and those guys coming back. They had really good years last year, but then you know the receiver position um, is kind of wide open right now. It's kind of you know whoever steps up. Um, those are going to be the guys playing. But, I mean, people have heard of Jazai. Um, Jalen Johnson, a, a transfer from Georgia, is going to be a, a big key piece for us. Um, Taji Hudson, Tyler Savage. I mean, we got guys. Kerry King, he can run um, really well. So, we got talented guys. They just don't got experience. Um, you know, we just don't got a lot of live reps together. But, um, you know, that comes with time. That's kind of, like I said, what spring's about is developing that chemistry and, and getting ready for the season. 
Great to have uh, Holt Naylor's in studio with us as we kick off spring ball officially for ECU Pirates football. Uh, Holt Naylor's leading the Pirates again as quarterback for his final season at ECU. Holton, we uh, I talked to uh, Coach Houston about this last week, and we we discussed it when uh, we caught up with him for his press conference to open up spring ball. You know, even the, that the bowl game didn't get played, but all the practices were conducted. Yeah. And what yeah. a difference that – and this was the first time in recent history East Carolina's kind of had that extra month, had that month of bowl practices. I think it's like 15 officially you could yeah. have. So, the you know, the seeds that were planted then, how much does that pay off now that you got kind of that extra month of work? And uh, regardless of whether the game got played, as I said, the practices got conducted because he seemed to, that was that was a big deal. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, you got to think that's a – whole extra month of, of practicing together and and really during that time um we, we did let you know a lot of the younger guys get reps that are we're gonna have to depend on this year so you know these receivers that are kind of stepping into a bigger role now they they kind of started that in december so i mean that, that, that definitely helped us um in a way and i mean like i said a, a month of extra practice is huge Holden, you got a mix of newcomers at the O-line position and and guys that were yep. here last year. A lot of guys coming back from injury, too, yeah. on the O-line. Are, are the uh, the newcomers, the transfers in right now, working with you guys? Yeah. Um, Parker Moores, he, he's already here. Um, we got two more on the way, but the guys that are that are here are doing extremely well. Um, it's definitely going to be the, the best O-line that I've had since I've been here, and that was a big reason of me coming back. Um, you know, being protected is a huge thing as a quarterback and, and trusting in those guys. The guys that we got coming back and the guys that we got coming in from the transfer market are are definitely going to help us out as well. So just trusting in those guys. Um, you know, when I talked to Coach Houston about, you know, either declaring for the draft or, or coming back, that was a big thing for me was I wanted to, to know that I was going to be protected there, and, and they've done a good job of that. We got continuity with yourself returning with the coordinators, with, with Coach Houston. I, I just keep going back to – coach houston his first spring saying i have to teach these guys how to practice yeah that was a very concerning statement now i feel like and you can speak to it we're light years away from that right yeah yeah i mean it's not i mean we could the players could really go out there and run the practice i mean we know the expectations we are within our program and you know the guys that are you know upheld in that then they're the guys that are out there practicing and the guys that you know aren't doing that are the guys that are struggling a little bit right now so um, we're just going to continue to push forward with the guys we got and, and continue to go. Hold on, when you look at this year's schedule, a very unique setup this year with teams and the way, you know, first time in modern history uh, in my lifetime, I've been here a while, that you open up the season with four home games yep. uh, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. You've got, you open up the season with the rival of NC State. You got a road game uh, at BYU, a unique environment there. Uh, when you look at the schedule, what do you see? I, I, I'm going to take it one game at a time. Um, you know that's that's what we always you know preach. But I mean that state game is going to be super exciting. I'm going you know, to kick off the final year for me here to play them. Obviously, I mean a lot of people know that it came down to NC State and ECU where I was going to attend. So um, that one means a lot to me. It means a lot to a lot of ECU fans in North Carolina, really. But I mean I like you know four games at home to start the year. I mean playing in front of these fans and starting off hot would be huge. So we just got to got to rally early um get as many wins as we can and then get into conference play it, it, i was going to ask you about that it's kind of amazing that you know it came down to those two final schools yeah and you know life is full of decisions and just one decision how different everybody's life would be you know and and you think about what a big decision it is where you go to, to school and folks uh, you know i came to east carolina what if i went to south carolina instead yeah. what would what would or wouldn't have happened in my life and everywhere else same thing with you what would have happened you know we, we wouldn't be talking right now yeah the whole now i mean it's it's yeah. kind of wild to think that now in your final season you're playing the school that uh 
you almost well you said no to and wouldn't it yeah. be a great way kind of icing on the cake to end with a victory over them it would be i mean it'd be pretty awesome and a lot of those guys on that team that are fifth years too i mean i'm they got a lot of guys returning i'm, I'm friends with all of them really because i mean we got recruited together we played in the shrine bowl together so it'll be cool to kind of you know like i said like you said you know go out go out with a win that'd be a pretty good way to, to end it so hold on we're far removed from it at this point but during the acc tournament i remember people uh chiming in on social media when boston college took the court and said hey they showed up for a postseason game are yeah, you still uh honest. you still bitter about that one do you think about that at all like man well, I, I think wanted... about it all the time heck yeah i think about it all the time i mean we worked very hard to get to a bowl game and uh you know one day away and ecu didn't back out so i mean yeah i'm a little bitter about it still yeah still on the minds <laughs> and uh still motivation I'm... to get to get back to another one right? yeah Play definitely one. aren't I mean, you bitter it... about a clip i am <laughs> You have bitter balls. Yeah, I still are holding. Yes, I have grudges against Boston College. (laughs) I still have an issue with that. I got a day off work and got to watch some football. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I didn't hate it. He hopes more games get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm just ready to see uh, you guys play in a bowl game, and uh, it looks like you guys are are on track to do that. But one step at a time, NC State. Holden, uh, how about the the defensive side of the ball? There has been some changes there. You won't have to throw against Jaquan McMillan in practice. I know you'd want him on your team, but how about early on Blake Harrell's group? Uh, How are they looking right now? No, they look really good. Um, It'll be the best defense we've had in a really long time. We've got, other than Jaquan, our whole team's almost returning. And I mean, we lost two linebackers in Bruce and Aaron, but we rotate guys in with X and, and Miles and those guys who have played. I mean, they came in with me. They're fifth year guys that mean NFL prospects and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're going to be as talented and experienced as anyone in this conference. All right, we're going to be talking with you, Holton, every Monday leading up to the spring game, and then we'll do a recap after the spring game on Monday. So uh, I know you've got a meeting you've got to get to, so we're going to let you kind of peel off a little early today. I'm sure we could talk another 30 minutes easily, but uh, I don't want you to be late, and I definitely don't want it to be on us. So we're going to let you get out of here so you can get to your meeting. Who's going to win the uh, national championship in basketball? Shoot, Gonzaga, are they even still in it? They're, yeah, right, that's they who are. I got. Yeah, good call. Gonzaga. That's who I got. I Zags, Iowa, baby. But Iowa lost. Yeah, no, no more Iowa. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, Holt. Thanks for coming see by. We'll see you next Monday. Holden Naylor is joining us here to kick off this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to Holden throughout spring football. We also have our baseball players rolling in uh, on the Players Lounge today, brought to you by Del Cor. We'll talk to C.J. Mayhew, Ryder Giles, Bryson Whirl, Zach Agnos later on in the show. Good start, Clip. Uh, coming in hot with the spring football talk for ECU Pirates. And uh, coming in hot with my picks, firmly in contention. Three out of four of my final four teams are still alive. You're hot, you say? I said I'm kind of I'm going to be coming in hot. I like You're see last year I started hot, hot and then I faded. This year I'm strictly in the middle of the pack, which the NFL would call that in the hunt. And then so you're I'm, on the and then the I feel I'm going to make my leap after the Sweet 16 here. Well, I'm we're tied, so I guess I should be feeling as positive yes, as you are right positive now. Positive clip, absolutely. Feel I like. have three of my four left. Yeah, who do you have as your uh, champion? The Jayhawks of Kansas. Okay, well, that's where we differ. Rock chalk. Yeah, I watch just about and listen to. By the way, we we have the games on Pirate Radio, which is excellent. By the way, I listened to a lot of it this weekend. I went to. And we'll have it again this weekend. I drove to New Jersey Thursday, came back Sunday. I listened to the March Madness app, which is the West would one call yes. which is on pirate radio correct and it was awesome it's excellent i, I, I love, love how they bounce from game to game it, it was it was awesome it's really kind of old school how they used to do it on tv when you could only get it on one channel before yeah. they put it on all these and channels switch over to a big moment they do that now on the radio feed they'll go to the hot game and uh, it is if you're in your car pirate radio is exclusive home of the ncaa tournament on your radio dial and we'll have all the games again for the Sweet 16 coming up this weekend. Although they won't have to bounce around as much. That's the first because they kind of spread these games out. 
Uh, did I see this right now, Clip? Did I see Duke in North Carolina with a tip-off time of 9.40 Eastern time? Uh, Duke to playing Texas Tech Thursday. Now, Duke is out west, so I mean, that's one, though, at least they're in a different time zone. It's still Eastern time, but Carol, I swear Carolina's playing like in Philly or something. Uh, and they play, yeah, 9-4. 9-4. Because the first game tips off in the 7 o'clock I know, hour. it's just, I mean, isn't that, it's just, we talk about that and like how, you know, for kids that want to see it, they can't stay up that late. I, that is just a late start for a tip, for a basketball game. 9-40 tip-off. It's a late start for an old person. I, I know. It's the NCAA tournament. I'm not going right. to complain about any of it. I know. Just, I'm just making a point. It's a late start. Well, with the time change, how does that affect that? By the way, are they getting rid of daylight savings? Yeah, we haven't even had a chance to talk about this clip. <laughs> I, have like I can't been believe you. bottled up with excitement because until it's signed into law, I'm trying not to jinx it. I understand. It. So I'm trying, you know, I, I'm a big fan of let's see it, then I believe it versus believing it. Okay. And, and Fair enough. But, but, there, there, but there is a legit bill going through Congress. Now, you know how divided our country is. What is the last bill you saw that went through the Senate that passed 100 to nothing? There was no opposition. It's almost unheard of in this country. The only thing we can agree divide. on. The only thing we can agree on is my fundamental issue that, that it's so stupid that the clocks fall back in the fall, that there should be more light later in the day and that is what congress has voted now a hundred and nothing to pass i don't know exactly if this means it goes to the president's test to sign or where it lives now like what happens to make this law but it looks like it's going to happen clip i know you are i've been bitching about, about this for years yeah. i had no idea until recently there was actually a sunshine protection act working its way through congress is what they call it all right and I am for sunshine and for the protection of sunshine. A happy Troy D 12 months out of the it's year. It's fantastic. That's excellent. Good now, stuff. winter days are naturally shorter on their own, but we don't have to make them even shorter, was my point. All right. We're good. Yeah, We're good so yesterday go. was the equinox. You know what that means? What happened mm. yesterday? You think back to uh, middle school. Yeah. Uh, equinox. It happens twice a year. Something is uh, equal with the equal. There, you're getting close. Yes. Yeah. It's it's what 12 it? hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness. Ah. There's only uh, one time in the spring and then one time in the fall where it's perfectly aligned like that. Very interesting. But the good news is that means since we're going into spring and summer, the days are getting longer now. All right. Okay. Let's get back to sports. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, but you're the one that gaslighted uh, me with that one. And we had plenty of it. And then right. I think it's time to, to right, move, move back on. on. Go ahead. I, uh, I did not watch any ECU baseball over the weekend, so I will be asking the players what happened when they join us today. Yeah, because I watched uh, wall to wall NCAA tournament. This was, I mean, very excusable. We understand one. It was a away game uh, in Charleston too. It was March Madness weekend. I mean, you kind of this is the weekend. Look, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but even I get hyped up during this time of year. Uh, the, I love the tournament. The Carolina Baylor game oh, was insane. Golly, what a roller coaster that was! And I thought for certain. First of all, I almost turned it off because I thought Carolina was killing. Well, Baylor they're up somehow. by what twenty four? Twenty four. I almost turned it off, and, and when I, I ended up going to the beach this weekend and left early, I said, "You know what? Let's just stick with it and let's see what happens." I was with the boys. And man, I was so glad I did because it was so exciting to watch this meltdown. And even though Carolina eked it out, what a meltdown. And to see it. I can't believe they won in overtime after losing that lead. I thought once it went overtime, they were done. I thought they had lost all the momentum. I will give the Tar Heels credit to be able to survive that and uh, mentally still stay in the game to win because it you could see it slipping away another game of the weekend and two two really games of the weekend and i don't know if you were up to see them troy d because they were late 
Uh, did you stay up for Memphis Gonzaga Saturday night? Uh, that was an awesome game. I did, and I, I'll be honest, I fell asleep during it. During <laughs> well, the second half, I fell asleep. Yeah, I did. I watched the first half, and I think I fell asleep around halftime. And no chance you you saw TCU take L- Arizona last night. Yeah, uh, I started it. And once again, fell asleep. <laughs> that one I started. This was the prop. The Gonzaga game, I was on the couch in the living room, and I fell asleep at halftime. The, Gonzaga, the game last night, TC Houston, I already started laying down in my bedroom, and I had it on in the TV in the bedroom. And I, you're right, I probably last about five minutes with that game. Arizona wins it in overtime, 85-80 over TCU. That was a thriller as well. Duke, Coach K, still alive as they knock off Michigan State on a big run at the redemption end. Redemption game for Coach K. Mark this down. They will play UNC eventually when they match up with them, and they will beat the Tar Heels for redemption for Coach K. He will win the game that matters the most the last time he ever faces the Tar Heels on the biggest stage in, I think, the Elite Eight. Will it match up in the Elite Eight, is where, or will they have to go to the Final Four? No, to, they're not in the same uh, So they have to go to the Final Four to match up? Somebody give me a bracket. I need to, uh, to see. What, I, I think it's Final possible or they can both match up eventually. Well, Which would be well, sure it is, Troy. If they win, then <laughs> right. you're right. They will. Uh, I need right. to find when they would play because I don't have either team close to playing. But what other. what a redemption game for Coach K that could be. <laughs> God, <laughs> I mean, your Coach K love is a. Is, it's not even Duke that I like. It, I just like Coach K. I don't know what it is about him. To me, I, I just have I don't you seen either. his? I think his commercial is hilarious that he's doing for AT and T. Surely you've seen that. They've run it 150 times already. Yeah. I thought that he's like, well, I can't work in March because I'm going to be a little busy. You're going to be busy in March? And he goes, it's going to be a week-to-week deal. Yeah. I thought it's fun. Coach K's got a good little sense of humor in him. (laughs) I think people like to take shots at Coach K because they don't know him like I know him. (laughs) I don't think you know him like you know him. Or you think you know him. Don't diminish our relationship, Clip. All right, you're right. You uh, you got to. Have you K talked thing. to Coach K before? Have you asked him a question before? No, you haven't. Okay. All right. End of discussion. I have not. Thank you. No, and don't care to. Uh, to be honest. All right. So uh, when would they match up? I still don't know. Let's Can we get out, some guidance Chandler. on it? Look at a bracket real quick and let me know. Let's go to our bracketologist. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the big dog Glenn Griffin who is in the lead uh, right now. In Dreyfus nipping bracket. on his heels though. Which one? <laughs> the one that knows what he's doing, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Troy. Bryce Drive is right behind him. All right, our bracketologist Chandler Honeycutt back with the information. There will be a potential Final Four matchup. All right, so wow, that would be huge. Duke would have to get through Texas Tech, yeah, and Gonzaga or Arkansas, and then Carolina. Uh, let's see, they play on Friday, so they would have to get through. They already knocked off a one UCLA. And Purdue, I guess, likely St. Peter's Purdue. How about St. Peter's? You ever oh, St. Peter's? The, the Peacocks? Are you kidding me? One of my favorite teams to follow. Where are they from? This tournament. Where are they're, they from? they're in the, out of Jersey. There you go. Yeah, Good I believe stuff. Jersey City. That's right. You know your Peacock. Yes, I, I'm a big fan of the Peacock. All right. Good to know. Yeah. No, I think they're a great story. I lo- this is what I love about basketball. Yeah. March Madness. This team is embraced. This is the story right now. A team that whose budget, like they could barely afford to go to the next round, and NBC had to fund it for them because you know the Peacock Network. Did you hear about this? I did not. They didn't have the money to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and I heard that the uh, Peacock, NBC Peacock Company 
funded them to be able to go or at least the cheerleaders or whatever that were able to go that is the, correct it was the cheerleaders uh, yes it was okay. the cheerleaders it's not the staff. team the team's going but the cheerleaders the band well, they didn't send they, the cheerleaders to the first round yeah they didn't have the money wow. i think it cost thirty eight thousand dollars to send all the uh, you know the additional, staff. yeah the alternate folks that are still part of the team but not yeah. on the team but um, cbs stepped in and no, uh, busing. nbc nbc there nbc a great gesture by them I mean, they didn't have to do that. Are you sure it's NBC? They said it was the Peacock Network because they liked the Peacock name Ah, and they were playing off of that. Ah, I see. I thought you were joshing. No, no, no. I'm I'm being dead serious about that. Good pub for the Peacock Network. Yeah, I think think about it. If, uh, If just every radio show talks about it, that's more sure. than, I mean, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars in free publicity they're getting. Well, I would guarantee you that every radio, sports radio show in America today what? talked about the fact that they couldn't send their cheerleaders and that they stepped up. Yeah, I mean, I, that was a, definitely a, a talking unique, point. I think it's a unique story. So, For certain. When you see their gym in comparison I, to the... Yeah. I mean, it, it looks, looks like a high school gym. It looks like Rose High. Yeah. yeah. No, not knocking Rose High. They're a high school. No, but they're not but, Kentucky. Correct. Like, when you see the matchup in the first round. It's incredible round. that they've been able to knock those two teams off. I hope they keep them doing uh, it. They will not be able to keep their head coach, is my prediction, for this offseason. Uh, well, their coach is Shaheen Holloway, yes. who I remember as a player. Yes. For Seton Hall. All yep. of a sudden, Seton Hall has an opening because Kevin Willard just took another right. job today. I kind of thought Maryland should wait and take... Uh, St. Peter's coach. Right. Well, they took Willard, and now Holloway could end up in Seton, uh, Hall, Seton Hall. Where he played. Yeah. Do you want to go through the standings? or? Uh, no, I was just going to give Big Dog credit. He's yeah. leading uh, right behind him, one point down uh, away from him, Bryce Dreyfus. I am uh, not for long in the lead. I only have one Final Four team. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can is what I was I had to a say. great first round, dominated the first round, and then faded quickly. Our um, – Chandler, formerly known as Intern Chandler, 44. He's a couple points back. Then fourth place, the Ellerbees, Hunter and Jonathan. Hunter. Was there the, some cheating and collusion going on there? Could be. Hunter, the defending champion. Tied for fifth place are Intern Morgan, Igo, and Coach Mack. I think Ellerby beat Pete. me last year. Uh, Bailey's in sixth place, inter, Intern Gene. And then in eighth place, right in the middle of this what bracket, a group. Clip, Intern Gray, and Troy D. Three right-minded individuals. Behind us, a guy that (laughs) claims he knows everything about sports, but clearly doesn't, Billy Weaver. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Shirley is uh, in 10th place. Why is Cashel in here? What is her tie into the station? She's security. Oh, okay. No, I I cleared I cleared that with Jonathan and asked him if, okay, no, if she like could her. participate. Right, she yeah. said she's our in-house security. He, she's station she is, security. She is station security. Okay, fair enough. All right, question answered. Asked and answered. Fair enough. Uh, West coming in eleventh. CJ twelfth. Scooter. Uh, Scott, Scott Rogers. Rogers. Scott, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I want to make sure. Thirteen. Jenny. Who let Jenny in? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Jenny. Calm down. 14. Uh, Bryce Williams. Hey, bud. Dang. Dang. Is Bryce last? I'm in second to last. Dang. Man, I put a lot of thought into this, too. (laughs) Who's playing again? Dang. Dang. And then last, intern Ian. Rough. Have I even met intern Ian? I don't know. Do I even know him? I'm just glad the names are Do we are really have down, an intern in? So you know the names of the interns. I know. Because they're God. written down I know. for you. I did actually have to make sure the interns <laughs> are listed separately so we know. We. Yeah. Uh, Chad said, loves that Troy gets about half the story and just runs with it. He said, the whole team couldn't make it and the network paid for it. Right. So in the, the first round. Like, we were, we were going back. If nobody stepped up, they were just were going to forfeit their game. <laughs> well, I was, they it was go. close. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was in the ballpark of the story. Well. Oh, yeah. All right, so it was it was the other it was the team behind the team. 
it was the it was the yeah, cheerleaders. The, the cheerleaders. Band. Yeah, it was what it was. Did you see the Indiana cheerleader get the uh, stuck ball and got they said it too much. I thought he was overplayed. That was overplayed. I missed that one. Well, well what made it was the guy that did the play by play. Yeah. Of the ball of got the stuck like yes. at the top of the backboard. Sure. And they couldn't get it with the broom handle, so uh-huh. they had a male cheerleader lift up a oh, female cheerleader. It's kind of neat. She got it out. Crowd went nuts. Great moment. That's cool. Great moment in March Madness. Were you listening to the Westwood one? The one guy, like he uh, over enunciates everything. He's like for three. I, I got forget. it. I don't. There I, was one guy. I, I don't like that guy. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. For three. Yes. And there's always like oh. something in every play that he over enunciates. He's always trying the to build to excitement. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a little much. We'll be I back love, after halftime. I'll tell you what I love, because I heard him call four games on Thursday. Scott Graham, who does like the studio stuff for Westwood One. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll hear him on like Monday Night Football. Yeah. But he does play-by-play. He was awesome. I love listening to him the other day. Yeah. But they had Bill Rosinski, former uh Panthers Oh, yeah. Voice. They got some big-time talent in this thing. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. They had Kevin it. Harlan. Do we have um, any good calls this weekend? Like a Harlan call? I didn't hear any Harlan. I must have missed him. But I didn't hear any Harlan over the weekend. Was he out west, maybe? Kevin Kugler is on... Uh, oh, no, you know what? It was he, Kevin Kugler. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was Harlan, I think, Harlan is on did, TV. Yeah, he did TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm That's sorry. Right. That's right. You got, your, you got your Kevins mixed up. Mike yep. P. says the story of the tournament is how bad the officiating is. I agree with that. Other things that are bad, players running into players shooting a three-pointer, I cannot believe how much that happens in I, every it game. It doesn't even get called in the NBA that much anymore. God, it, it they... Guys get fouled shooting a three like seven times a game. It seems like now. Are they doing like the Reggie Miller kick out their leg? Well, they're thing? supposed to be. There's watching some that. of that, but I, but that. I think it's just bad play by the players. I don't think it's right. bad calls or sloppy anything. James Harden mess. But the fouls late in the game. Uh, sometimes you got to swallow the whistle. There's been a lot of cheap calls at the end of games. The charges are outrageous. 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 Coach, Soccer. Thanks, like. Coach K, for ruining basketball with guys just flopping no. like fish. No. <laughs> no, please, please, no! Uh, he ruined no. it. Yes, no. yes, no. Please, everyone, be quiet. All right, no. be quiet, clip. Okay, fine. All right, uh, CJ Mayhew waiting in the wings, Troy D. So we'll make the call yes. to the bullpen. All right, sounds good. We'll get CJ in. And uh, enjoyed it. Good to see you. Good times. I'll. Uh... See you soon. William Byron won in NASCAR yesterday. I know. Congratulations. Congratulations to you for knowing that he was on my team. I know. This was a big moment. You sent me a text. I did. I sent Cliff a text. I didn't want to come in here acting like I didn't know the deal. I know. I did. I had to make sure how much I owe you now, but we'll get settled up on that and start even next week. A whole. Yeah. And I forgot that he was your garbage pick. He was your last Last pick. pick. Because I was going down the list. I was like, okay, I don't think anyone has Byron. And then I said, that's going to be a Bush win for me because there was like was, a no name that came in second. Yeah, right. And then I was like, I got this. I said, let me double check Clip's picks just in case. Actually, I sent my top guy on it. Bryce Dreyfus said, uh, dad, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Clip has Byron. Yes, sir. All right. True so story. We like, move Damn. on in our NASCAR pool. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back, let you know what's on tap for the rest of the show and talk to CJ Mayhew when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip. And Clip, actually, I have a little piece of news for you. All right, bring some news. Um, we got a lot of quarterback news today, by the way, Yeah, to get to. And uh, congratulations, I guess, are Thank in you. order for one Alec Burleson. Burley. Because Burley is going to be playing in an ex- exhibition game against uh, the Nationals wearing a Cardinals uniform. He is slated to bat eighth and play left field today. Awesome. What time is that? Uh, It did not give me a time. I'm going to have to hunt uh, for that. I'll look it up. Yep. I'll oh. Google it up. All right. Good deal. Uh, CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, that's awesome to uh, hear the former Pirates getting some action in the pros. Spring training going on and Burley going to be a part of it. No, nah, that, that's crazy. Actually, Coach uh, Coach Gowan told me this morning that he was uh, going to get the start today. So Looks like that is at 6.05 coming up later today. Uh, so good stuff. Uh, Shirley, I'll send the congratulations out. ECU softball team coming off a sweep this weekend. That's and, right, five-game uh, winning streak. Planning to hook up with Coach Winkler uh, this week. So, uh, so good for them as they were uh, taking on Charleston. And the baseball Pirates taking on Charleston as well. One game one. And lost the other two. CJ May, you're joining us. CJ, how cool was it to go on the road and see all that purple and gold in the stands? Uh, great job by our CJ Schaefer, uh, who had some great videos. But like a lot of pirate fans made the trip this weekend. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a whole lot of uh, pirate fans in the in the stadium. Uh, it's it's really cool when you can go to uh, away games and you bring more fans than than the team there. So you know, it's awesome to see that. And you said uh, Matt Bridges uh, made the trip as well. It's really cool to see how connected uh, the program is with past players and everything, still checking in on the current guys. But uh, that's got to be neat to see those guys too, right? Yeah, no, it's awesome seeing. uh, I mean, when we play here, uh, I think it was the LeClaire Classic, Tyler Smith, Cam Colmore, and Matt Bridges was all here. And uh, it's kind of cool. The guys, you know, that that you play with, they they stick around and still come and support the, uh, the team. CJ, uh, you guys win game one, and it took two days to win it, right? So how strange is that, where you got a lead on a Friday, and they say no more baseball, and you feel like, dang, we're ready to close this thing out. you got to wait another day to do it, but you guys were able to get it done. Yeah, no, that was. I don't think I've ever been in that situation before. It was uh, it was uh, really weird. Uh, I mean, the rain the rain was coming down pretty hard, so I, I, I can see why they kind of caught it off. The mound wasn't, wasn't too great, but... Uh, I'm glad we finished it off the next day. And then, uh, so you set yourself up to win the series. You can't get swept at that moment, but you come out and uh, and lose the next two. So, uh, I guess long long ride back home after you lose a couple in a row. What's the uh, the mindset with you guys right now? Uh, yeah, the ride back uh, it was it was pretty long, but uh, the mindset right now is just kind of like clear it, uh, get back focused on what we have to do, and that's UNCW tomorrow and. Uh, We'll go out there with a clear head and try to play our best baseball. Always a fun matchup when the Pirates take on UNCW. You got them coming up on the road on Tuesday. Quick turnaround Wednesday against Elon. So two games this midweek. CJ, I wanted to ask you about your 
I guess, routine during the week. So you're always ready to go. We've seen you pitch weekend and midweek, so your number could be called at any time. But how about on on days off? And you won't get a lot of days off this week. Do you get throwing in? Do you rest the arm? Like, well, what's your week like when you're not playing a game? Uh, well, so today it's uh, day off kind of, and uh, I'll get a lift in. And usually on day offs, I, I don't like to take many days off from throwing. So, like today, I'll just kind of go light, like, 70 to 90 feet and just kind of get the arm loose and then uh game day i, I kind of do the same thing just 70 90 feet and then when they send me down to the bullpen i'll get warm is there any like you got two games coming up this midweek will cliff let you know like you're not throwing today or is like <laughs> literally you're you always got to be ready uh well tomorrow i'll definitely be on the board and then uh it i'd say it depends on tomorrow if, you know if i stretch it out a little bit but I know. I mean, I always want my name on the board. So if I if I if I throw a lot, I'll still tell them I'm I'm ready to go. So let's say you throw forty pitches on Tuesday, uh, you might not get in the game on Wednesday. But what would you do throwing wise for a day after you throw 40, yeah. 50 pitches? Yeah. Uh, no, basically the same thing. Just <laughs> keep it loose. Seventy ninety feet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just uh, just to get get a little work in. Oh yeah, you never know, man. CJ May, you're joining us back home uh, this weekend for VCU, and then this will be your final weekend series of uh, non-conference play before you begin conference play, CJ. So uh, I know that's exciting. You guys uh, trying to be up at the top of the conference, like we've seen East Carolina so many times before, and uh, but you still got a little work to do before you get there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We got VCU uh, here this this weekend, so that'll be a be a good atmosphere, and then. Uh, you know, we always talk about it when when we start conference, everybody's O and O. Yeah, so it's a clean slate for us. CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, uh, as you look at where the team is right now, uh, sitting at five hundred, you know, is this not where you want to be? You you want that record to be better, but uh, I don't know how, how do you how do you make that record better? It's it's, <laughs> it's staying consistent, right? I guess just, yeah. just going back to the ballpark and getting it done. Yeah, uh, just showing up every day. Uh, I was actually talking to Matt Bridges yesterday, and uh, we was kind of talking about the season, and he gave me some good advice. Um, he kind of told me that, you know, it's, it's never too late to, to turn the season around, you know. So I think, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to share that with the team, and then uh, we're going to try to get after it tomorrow. And you you got to trust what you've done because you've had a lot of success, but how much do you tinker with – I don't know mechanics or delivery or anything. Like, how, do you change anything during the season or just go with what you know? Uh, nah, mechanics. Uh, I try not to focus on too much during the season. Kind of during the off season, I'll tweak around with it with uh, Coach Knight. But during the season, it's more just like mentality, uh, going out there, being aggressive, uh, being a competitor. You know, that's all we talk about. What have the conversations been like, Austin Knight, in his first year uh, between you two, as far as what you're doing good, what you need to improve on at this point? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, we have a really good relationship. Uh, you know, he, I mean, he'll tell me stuff that I don't want to hear sometimes, but it's the truth. And uh, I mean, he's 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 always there. Like when I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not performing at my best, he's always there to, to help me, pick me up, and then uh, get me back on the field doing what I need to. CJ, have you faced? I don't know about the games in Chapel Hill. Have you faced a rowdy road crowd yet? Because I got a feeling tomorrow <laughs> could be that maybe the tough. I don't know. Seems like it always gets a little rowdy yeah. when ECU and UNCW play. And a guy like you, that probably fires you up, I would imagine. Oh yeah, no, nah, that that fires me up. I'd say the closest this year might have been Campbell. Uh, okay, 
but I know last year in, in my freshman year, UNCW is just it's a different place there. Their fans are pretty crazy there. So going back your whole career, well, like what's I, I guess the the super regionals perhaps, but what have been like the rowdiest road environments you've played in thus far? Um, I mean, UNCW is probably at the top mm. in uh, Georgia Southern, really. Oh wow! Yeah, they're yeah. they're rowdy there. They're th- them and UNCW kind of kind of remind me of each other. And then uh, wasn't it Matt Bridges that shut them up with a base hit up? The oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> RBI his claim to fame, <laughs> a pinch hit single. Uh, CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, uh, do you guys watch any basketball over the weekend? You were kind of occupied. Yeah. Do you know what's going on with the tournament at all right now? No, I, I <laughs> honestly don't. We, I mean, we caught glimpse of uh, of games here yeah. and there, but. No, I've never. I haven't sat down and just watched a complete. Well, game. you don't have a chance to. No, I'm I guess not. Thursday yeah. you might be able to watch a game Thursday night. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I watched a little bit of the uh, the Gonzaga and was a UCLA game. Uh, Gonzaga Memphis, Memphis Saturday night Memphis. That was yeah. a great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, that was it. In Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga got by him. Still I think alive. I, I think I cut it off after the first half, and I think Memphis was up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga came back to get that <laughs> win. Uh, March Madness going on in the baseball field this week. Do you like these five game weeks? Uh, do you prefer four? Uh, what, what, what's your your go to if you had to to make the call? Uh, I mean, it it doesn't really matter to me. I I mean, I kind of like playing more, just you know, being at the field. So, and I'm looking at it. This might be. Is this the last? Uh, yeah, this will be your last five game week of the season. So. Uh, going back to four game weeks after this so a busy uh, time for ecu baseball on the road at uncw coming up tuesday at home 6 30 start time coming up wednesday against elon and then uh friday saturday sunday at clark Declare. cj good luck man let's go get some wins this week and uh, we'll talk to you again next week thank you stash looking great didn't even need to say it goes without saying <laughs> appreciate it as he's uh trying to wrap up another championship there in mustache march all right let's get a break in we'll come back we'll wrap up hour number one still planning to hook up with Ryder giles bryson whirl and zach agnos inside the players lounge presented by delcor we'll have more for you on pirate radio live after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear now back to the show Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Welcome back into the show. I've heard a lot of people say they were basketballed out today. I don't know if I am. I think I could go another 16 games tonight if I had to. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it was one it of those was, rare times I was home all weekend. My favorite weekend of the year. It, yeah. was, it was the definition of March Madness. 
I mean, it was just a bunch a bunch of crazy upsets. You got the higher seed, the uh, when, lower seed. A lot of overtime games. A lot yeah, of like, overtime yep. games. Close close games, which you uh, want to have. You don't uh, want to have a whole lot of blowouts because then it bores you. Every year you're looking for that darling, that you know, that Cinderella team, and then we've got one with St. Peter's who's making an appearance in the Sweet 16. Sister Jean out, St. Peter's in. Hey. Absolutely. You know, you you have to trade saints every once in a while. Yeah. You know, there's a new saint in town. Uh, you know the the and I even said I even tweeted out when I think it was Kentucky that lost, and uh, and I even put up there this is March because I've never heard I, that. I, before. You stole yeah. that from me, which no, 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 I stole no. from John Rothstein. Yeah, because I I I I know what I tweeted out. I said, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound of everybody's brackets going boom. And then I put in capital letters, "This is March." I've never. I'm going to start using that I, phrase. I'm proud never of you, heard Shirley. Of it before. I'm proud Smarty of you pants. for using my phrase. Never Smarty have I ever. Pants. Uh, I was just making a statement. I wasn't trying to steal anything from anybody or coming up with anything. I don't take things and, and try to make them mine like someone else I know. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that statement was, "This, this is March. March." All right. Well, he knows a month. And we know it's Yeah, fun. if you didn't know what month you're in, uh, that's your reminder. By the way, there was a CBI game earlier today. UNCW came back what from a, a comeback. major deficit. What to, was uh, it, 24? Tw- I, I, it was yeah, a it was lot. like 20, 24, 25, South Central uh, product, uh, Shaquem Phillips getting it done on nice. the comeback. With Go USCW. ahead now. Watch some local guys. Uh, Dontrell Styles, of course, with uh, North Carolina. Uh, and he played well in their win over Baylor. And then saw a lot of Josh Carlton as well, who almost was South a pirate. South Central? Uh, yes, playing for Houston. And uh, he is one of their uh, main cogs as well. As Give Houston credit, man. They are tough. Beat, a, uh, beat Illinois yesterday to advance to the Sweet 16. So, Yeah, they are rolling right now, the Cougars. And uh, what about Kelvin Sampson? Uh, with the locker room celebration there yesterday, taking off his shirt. I didn't see that, but and having uh, some fun. I heard the description from Brian Bailey, and he really enjoyed it. So yeah, maybe I should Google that up. Um, Chandler, should I talk about how I I scammed the scammers this weekend? You probably should not, because <laughs> some of the mob bosses up there in Jersey might. Uh, be but this is legal gambling. I was able to take part in some legal gambling. Not that I illegally gamble ever. But no. I was able to legally place bets on sports, and I only spent ten bucks, and came away with a lot more than that. Because we gotta because get because you're a smart guy. Because I I'm I'm intelligent. You are smart. You're, <laughs> you're wise. I feel like I am, but it can't. I can't be the only person that's ever done this. And if you are, but basically, you the code that a lot of people are wanting. <laughs> FanDuel just gives away free money. I don't know if you know about this, if you need uh, some bucks. So I put in 10 bucks to pick a loser, Kansas. But I had there was some March promo code, so you put that in. And I put a, a $10 legal bet on FanDuel Mobile while I was in New Jersey this weekend. And immediately, $150 in bonus cash showed up in my account. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But you can't take that money. You have to use it. You have to you have to bet and win from that. You can't just deposit that money. So I put like fifty bucks on a couple games and twenty and thirty, whatever. And then there is an option for a cash out, and that's usually in game when it looks like you're gonna win. It's kinda like the uh the bookies making a deal with you 
like oh it looks like you're gonna win this game but just to be safe instead of giving you your full uh, 100 payout we'll give you like 85 bucks right now you can walk away a winner but we're not going to give you the full we're just going to give you a part of it and so if you are thinking maybe your team will not close down the stretch or if you just say hey that's worth it to me i'll take it you can cash out so i had tennessee minus the points good grief i'm glad i cashed out uh this was before the game tipped off i saw a cash out option i put 50 on it of that bonus cash cash out for 43 and i was like well i will be losing seven bucks but but that would be my money at that point that would not be the bonus money anymore so i cashed out had 43 dollars (laughs) in in the account and i was like wait that's my money now i'm just gonna go ahead and just go ahead and withdraw this and basically get some free cash gas is expensive i don't know if you've noticed I think oh, I spent, I've noticed, buddy. I spent a total of a hundred on gas uh, to get to Jersey and back, mm. and so I wanted to pick up some of that money back. I did that, won a couple bets, ended up paying for gas and more, just off ten dollars to Fanduel. And what they think is you're just going to keep betting and losing it all, which I would have done, but luckily I had to leave New Jersey on Sunday, so I was like, just give me it all because I won't be able to play anymore because i'm out of the state so it just felt weird to be taking money without even winning a bet at all but i felt so smart i felt i thought like the fbi was going to come to my mother-in-law's house and arrest me we're looking for clifton brock i guess not the fbi more so like you said like some fan duel mobsters like hey you can't do that yeah you you give me the money you just did a no-no give me the money you cracked a secret where's your money Where's the $140 that you took out of the FanDuel app? Where is it? Where is the money? Uh, I got to say, it was really fun to legally bet on sports. I bet. I just... I uh, bet it was. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, behind the times, should be able to do this. The problem is... Maybe one day, Clip Brock. The problem is people like me who do not bet responsibly... (laughs) Although I I tracked all of my uh, bets all weekend, and I uh, I have a winning record, Chandler. I just kept a running tab, really for myself. No, I'm I'm glad you've been keeping up with the you know with that thread and all that kind of stuff. I I, I enjoy it, trying to keep like keeping up with how you're doing in March Madness. It's fun for me to see how I progress through the tournament. I'm 29 and 23 on bet on picks right that, now. That's good. That is really good. Like I started after one day six and six. Like I kept ending like five hundred after every night. I'm now twenty nine and twenty three uh, in NCAA tournament picks. So I'm gonna try to keep that rolling. Which one was the most sweet? Was it that Miami win last night? Oh, that was very well. That well, was, it was almost the, it was, too easy. It was easy. That was too easy. The Hurricanes, baby. It's always been about the U. Oh, I'll tell you what was sweet. My double winner I had. Ah, oh, that was uh, to end Saturday night. Before the game had Memphis plus nine and a half, live bet Gonzaga minus two and a half, and hit that sweet sweet middle nah, to sweet double spot. up. Those are fun. Love that. Uh, any double winner is good. Uh, I, I had Michigan State win. over uh, over UCLA and my team. And God, they have looked awful. But Arkansas had them uh, on a first half parlay and Arkansas first half on both of those. Arkansas. 
tough as nails. Looks like the worst offensive. I saw some awful basketball games this weekend, by the way. The Wisconsin game yesterday, brutal. Arkansas and their game the other night against New Mexico State was bad. Their first round game against Vermont was not good. I mean, that's what they do. They play defense, and for them to put up the little amount of points they've scored in this tournament and to be 2-0, and I guess you got to give Musselman and the guys credit. I just don't know how they can score enough to keep up with Gonzaga. They scored 53 points the other night and won by six. I mean, that's not going to do it against Gonzaga. In their first game, Arkansas, Arkansas did score 75, 75-71, but just a really ugly basketball game. Yeah, I mean... It- like you said, there was some bad basketball, but man, what about some of the officiating that we saw over the weekend too? Um, I'm just going to highlight this one. The um, who, God was it? The Miami kid? No, the Illinois. I think it was the Illinois player um, swung on the rim and they oh, called, and, yeah. they, and they teed him up real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, that just can't happen. That was such a bad call and a, a bad judgment there. I think he must have thought that he was. Uh, kind of swinging his momentum towards that player that was coming up the court. Um, but like Re- Reggie Miller said, he has to swing his momentum back so he can – because if he lets go right as he swings up, he's going to, you know, fall down and hurt himself. Yeah, so, uh, yeah just some – and then, of, of course, a lot, of, a lot of people found it, you know, controversial in that Carolina game with Manic. Um, I looked at the replay. Personally, it looked like that he was very frustrated because he had looked back at the guy – and then did swing his elbow right up in the uh, in the face area. So personally, I thought uh, it was the right move. To Definitely a flagrant. Out. It's just a matter of flagrant one or, or two. two. Kick yeah, him out. and then you then you had the situation in the uh, Arizona. I think it was the Arizona TCU game. Or who who did TCU play yeah. this past weekend? That was, was that last Arizona? Night. Yeah, last okay. Night. Yeah, where there was a no call where two players oh, collided at with each court? other. Yeah, at half court which could have given TCU a potential chance to make some free throws in the end of regulation. Instead, it gave Arizona a wide-open layup, but yep. the guy dunked it and didn't get it off in time, and it went to overtime. Yeah, and then, of course, Arizona took over after that, but TCU could have had an opportunity to win the game there if the uh, officials yeah. hadn't swallowed the whistle. Uh, my new favorite call in college basketball, I am not for over-officiating and everything. I do love this one, though. You know what I'm doing right now? Is he doing like the... You know what I'm doing right now? I'm, I'm holding my arms up and then kind of flopping them down. Is that uh, a, 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 a flop call? Flop warning. Flop well, that's warning. That's a flop warning? Flop warning. I love the I flop warning. I have never warning. seen that. They will stop the play and totally <laughs> chastise, make fun of the guy, and just go flop warning. That guy. Right in his face. Flop warning. Hey, wait, wait, hey, wait, wait, you. wait, wait, wait. Which I want to see more of. Let's make Wait, fun of these when it, where, are you, where are you seeing that at, though? Are you seeing that on the collegiate level, or are yeah. you talking about the NBA? Because the NBA basketball. needs to have a flop warning all day long. They were supposed to, like, seven years ago. Yeah, they, they never, never did it. did anything about it. Because you want to talk about some serious floppers. Let's talk about it. Well, NBA. They, they just watch a college game, and there's just guys falling all over the place. Can't happen. So I'm glad that they... Uh, Wait a minute. All right. What? Why didn't we see that call in Menjis when Memphis came to town? You had Mr. Flopper from Memphis. That little 14. guard? That yes. dude was like... Flopping all over the place. He was running all over the building. Tristan Newton knocked him <laughs> to like Dowdy Ficklin Stadium <laughs> on a couple places. Hey, you, number 14! Man, Memphis was game the other night. And uh, 
a lot of a lot of sportsmanship after that one timmy and uh the memphis players like you could tell that timmy respected those guys and the fight that memphis had the other night that was a good college basketball game so all right any other thoughts uh i got three final four teams left and my champion in kansas the problem is my uh, runner-up is gone, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. How about you, Chandler? I also have three remaining Final Four uh, members. Uh, the one that I don't have, unfortunately, is my champion, the Baylor Bears, who were knocked out by the Tar Heels. So I do have three final members in the Final Four, and I have three words for you, Clip Brock. This is March. Thank you. Shirley, you have your champion out as well no you have gonzaga i have gonzaga um but i only have one of my final four left yeah unfortunately that is uh that's not good thank you tennessee yeah that was shocking uh the way they lost the other day to uh to michigan all right let's get a break in we'll come back when we return back inside the delcor players lounge ratter giles will join us coming up to kick off hour number two of pirate radio live We will be back with you right after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Or do you just need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you. Beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Great day to talk some pirate baseball here on the Delcor Players Lounge, presented by Delcor. Joining us now, East Carolina shortstop pitcher, occasional slugger, Ryder Giles joining us today on the program rider appreciate you joining us how you doing man doing good what's going on hey welcome back uh, a lot is going on uh following you guys and we were talking some basketball too yeah. uh before we went on and uh march madness going on cj mayhew said he watched a little bit of memphis gonzaga you guys don't have a ton of time to watch games so how much uh during your your weekend were you able to watch basketball uh not too much during the day mostly uh late at night you know after dinner just flip it on and kind of go to sleep with it on but i was able to you know kind of keep up with a lot of the scores scores it's it's so much fun to follow and the uh i gotta say when you guys make it i'm not that interested in postseason college baseball Mm -hmm. but when ecu's in it i will watch and i can't remember is it bases loaded extra innings whatever they call it on espn plus that flips around game to game i'll get locked into that and watch just about every game so if you guys are into it and 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 really it's a lot like basketball where you see the upsets you'll see a four seed beat a one you'll you'll have some magical runs and uh, it's really fun to follow and again you're playing so you don't get to enjoy it like we do yeah that is true i saw something yesterday it was on twitter and it was like the um in the last five years or something 11 versus three seeds the 11 seed has like a 21 and 10 record or something like that against the three seeds so you see a lot of those upsets it's fun to watch 
i've enjoyed it so far and uh we'll get back to it thursday and uh, friday saturday sunday you can hear the games if you're out and about right here on pirate radio busy week for the pirates last five game week of the season you guys have uncw tomorrow elon at home wednesday vcu the rams will be here this weekend let's recap uh this past weekend though Ryder, and you get off to a good start you win i guess saturday a game that started yeah. on friday yeah. how uh how odd was that to finish up a game on saturday um yeah it was kind of weird you know um may he was kind of roll he was rolling friday and then you know the rain kind of came out of nowhere and um you know we weren't able to finish and then the next day they start with a three-run homer and you're just like whoa what just happened um you know but uh fortunately we were able to score a couple more runs in the eighth and then finish that one off and then um you know offensively just kind of came out you know kind of flat and not really sticking to our approach on the the second game on saturday and then you know obviously lost a tough one there um and then sunday was just uh not a, not a great day for the pirates you get uh, behind early in that one and the old saying you know there's no clock in baseball yeah. and you can come yeah. back and we've seen you guys put together rallies yeah. late in games so even when you're down like five six seven runs early yeah. you're still like like hey we, we can win this game yeah right? yeah absolutely you know especially with our offense like um you know we've put up a lot of runs and in, in games this year and um you know it just goes back to sticking to our approach when we do that we're really good when we don't you know obviously we can lose to anybody um but at the same time giving up a six spot you know that that kind of takes the uh the air out of you but um you know the the guys did a great job you know we uh after that after that six uh six run bottom of the third um you know we really outplayed them the rest of the game it's just kind of hard to come back from a six spot you know early so what's that uh ride home like what are those conversations like when you lose a couple in a row there Ryder? uh well the bus ride home is not too fun usually uh you know you get a big win on the road serious win on the road the bus rides um you know a lot more uh chatter going on people are you know usually in better moods rather than losing two out of three on the road when you're right there and then um you know got the uh the study hall on the way back and um you know it's just i don't know it's kind of unfortunate but you know that's how it goes and you don't get especially weeks like this but you don't get a lot of practice time really so like what what can you work on in season uh you want to you know hit the ball better you want to field the ball cleaner how do you how do you do that in season when you don't really have time yeah i mean it comes down to you you know like how bad do you really want to um you know do you want to go go up and hit on your own because a lot of it you know especially on mondays it is on your own because we we don't practice we just have lift so um you know the cages are open always the uh the field's open if you want to get some defense in uh, it just comes down to what you want to do and um you know a lot, hitting is is a lot of a thing a lot of guys do um but there's you know the the pitching indoors open everything's open so really just whatever you want to get in i know you want to improve your offensive numbers we're not going to even talk about your pitching numbers because we just yeah let's not jinx that yeah we'll we'll keep that if you want to look up riders pitching numbers you can do so in your own time <laughs> we're not going to bring up those stellar numbers uh but but offensively you want to be hitting better than you are yeah. right now so you know what what do you i mean what do you do to change it what do you do to to do that well um <laughs> 
uh cam cam Clanch and i actually just just left the uh the cage and um you know he's obviously seeing the ball really well yeah. and um you know hats off to him because he, he's just an unbelievable competitor but um you know just just talking to him as to like what kind of what his thought process was and just getting swings off early in the counts and you know staying aggressive and um you know whether you're hitting 400 100 whatever you can uh you can kind of you can always be aggressive and you know the ball sometimes doesn't fall but um you know the aggression is something you can control so you know like i said whether you're seeing it good or not you can always be aggressive and somehow you you have to remain confident. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy to me to see Josh Moylan's stats on the year, and yeah. he was so he's been so good yeah. for East Carolina, and he'll be good again. Yeah, but absolutely. it's like, I, you know, is it a confidence thing? Like, it's hard to explain, right? Yeah, I. It is hard to explain. I definitely think that there's a little bit of a confidence thing, but like if you look at the game yesterday, obviously, um, you know we uh, we we got our. Um, you know we got our feelings hurt a little bit but uh if you look at the game we hit a lot of balls hard yeah um i think we lined out probably five or six times and um you know they had several little blue pits that led to multiple runs so um you know whether they're dropping or not um confidence uh, that's that's the biggest thing with baseball because it is a game of failure and um you know if you get down on yourself it's hard enough as it is it's it's pretty much impossible whenever you uh you know you get down on yourself like that good point Ryder Giles joining us here and uh Ryder asked CJ about this I'll ask all you guys but Mm -hmm. how cool is it to see all the purple and gold when you go um, to another state to play a baseball game yeah it's awesome it's awesome um you know it always feels like a home game whether we're on the road at Chapel Hill whether we're you know this weekend at uh College of Charleston, it, the the splits were definitely like seventy thirty ECU fans huh. to Charleston fans. So um, you know it's always a, a bit of a confidence boost when you look up and see that and you hear them. Might be a tad different tomorrow because UNCW <laughs> fans they, yeah. they get after the yeah. Pirates and yeah. I, CJ said I, you know I asked him you know super regional you know North Carolina wherever what's the the rowdiest road environment. He says UNCW might be on top. Well, you've played a lot of baseball, been to a lot yeah. of places. Would you agree with that? Yeah, they're definitely up there. <clears throat> they're <laughs> they are uh, they're ruthless, and they uh, they got a lot of students that come sit, uh, you know, right down the uh, right field line and uh, over first base. So, I mean, it's good. It's it's part of the game. It's um, you know, it's a lot more fun whenever you can kind of you can win and let uh, your playing do the talking for you and just kind of shut them up that way, but. Um, you know, it's part of the game, and uh, it's fun to kind of deal with, you know. Well, my job is just sitting here talking. It's not as difficult or stressful as what <laughs> yeah. you do. But when there is stuff going on, I, I can, like, block it out and focus. I still kind of hear it, but I don't uh-huh. take So how about when you're playing short or when you're in the batter's box and everybody's yelling at you? Uh, some of it you probably don't hear at all, but, yeah. like, when a, a one-liner sneaks in, like <laughs> – do you check and you chuckle and move on or yeah. you can't let it get to you right right so. yeah i mean you kind of you kind of take it for what it is just laugh it off and whatever you know that uh you know whoever's saying it probably uh probably just mad that they have no athletic ability and they're not playing anymore so um you know you i mean you kind of hit it right on the head you you really don't hear most of it but yeah. whenever you do every now and then just i mean if you if you let that get to you you're you're screwed there's there's no shot you're gonna be successful so yeah just block it out Ryder Giles joining us Ryder I noticed you uh did advance in round one of the mustache march bracket yeah I think it's a first 
um tough matchup in round two yeah not looking good uh i don't know what your stats say about a six versus 11 yeah but i like the 11 in this case yeah uh, with uh, i guess that's jacob jc is jacob jenkins coward <laughs> yeah i would assume yep that, that's jc and uh yeah i don't like my odds either so um not only is it thick he's got a dark one like that yeah. that kind of hurts you have yeah. a he's got he's got really fertile hair glands so <laughs> something that i was not blessed with fertile hair glands this sounds gross but yeah. you're right that's uh that's the scientific way to say it uh, <laughs> Ryder giles joining us Ryder, uh so five game week do you like these weeks would you rather have a tuesday wednesday off or you want to play every day well um i personally um i'd rather play um you know it it is nice to you know kind of get a day off and rest and recoup but um you know you want to get uh, as much momentum rolling as you can and whenever you you know hopefully tomorrow get that first win that just sets the tone for the rest of the week and then you know hopefully get three or four more wins no doubt big week coming up for pirate baseball and then this is your last uh weekend before you dive into conference play so mm-hmm. uh look a lot of baseball yeah. to be played even a, a state game to be played yeah. before then but uh i'm, I'm kind of fired up for conference as cj said the records kind of reset at that yeah. point oh and oh and uh, i know you guys take you got you have your goals right and one of those is to be the champions of the american yeah absolutely um you know it's to win the regular season in the conference which is the hardest thing to do because you have to be consistent the whole year um rather than winning the conference tournament you just get hot at the end right. um and the american i mean it's a great conference this year um you know Tulane won a series against mississippi state you know ucf's always tough um you know up and down it's it's a good league so um mayhew yeah he kind of hit that one on the head as well um the records do reset but um you know you want to use that momentum going into conference to to kind of set the table and um you know keep it rolling Ryder giles joining us Ryder uh shirley talked about it earlier coming up 605 alec burleson in the lineup for the cardinals when they take on the nationals so uh yeah something to keep an eye on later yeah, today that's awesome that's, that's, that's awesome. fantastic and he'll uh he'll be out in the field he'll be in the box uh hitting for the cardinals so uh pretty cool to see uh, a guy that was just here yeah a years ago. yeah it's kind of weird um <laughs> you see him playing you're like man that guy was literally just literally like you said just here um but i mean it, it's really cool for you know him and uh you know his, his, his entire family and um ecu um yeah. he's just i mean he's a great player and um you know he's he's representing the pirates well Ryder, I appreciate you joining us today. We will check in with you again next week. Let's uh, get some W's between now and then. Let's do it. All right, Let's sounds do it. good. <laughs> Ryder Giles joining us. We'll take a timeout, come back. Bryson World going to join us later this hour. And Zach Agnos as well later on in the show inside the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor, the service professionals. You can call Delcor today, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. We'll take a timeout, come back. More for you after this.
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation could be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Hi, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live on a lovely Monday in eastern North Carolina. I need to break out the AC, and if you need uh, some help with that, you can contact Delcor, uh, the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for over five decades. Delcor, 321-8868, DelcorInc.com. Rely on the service professionals. All right, uh, Chan Man's here. Hello, Chandler. What's up, Clipper? You have a very loud jacket, but... Sorry. It's all right. You were also smacking, but you've stopped that. So what were you smacking on there? Uh, a little butterscotch candy. Did you bring some for the rest of the class? I did not. Yeah. No. <laughs> but there's plenty of there's plenty of candy for the rest of the class in the back. I saw peppermints and those little strawberry things. I thought like my grandma had risen from the grave and brought in her old candies. The, the strawberry things. I yeah. Used to, every time I would sit my butt in a pew at church. Yeah, it's the old church. The lady old candy. lady in front in the front uh, in the pew in front of you would always have some for you sorry cj that uh that video is not going viral we wasted your time on that yeah those are the strawberry candies yeah. uh bryson world's here bryson what's your favorite candy uh probably a hershey's bar okay mm. fair enough we we're talking nicknames coming into the show and i thought about it like because you said you call jacob starling star yeah uh, I guess Jacob Jenkins Coward is he JC? Yes, JC. Yeah. So everybody's got a nickname, and Chandler said, "Well, what's your nickname?" And and you said, "Don't really have one." <laughs> You're just kinda, a kinda boring just Bryce. old Bryce. Yeah, I guess so. I, yeah. <laughs> because usually you'll go like, um, which my name's weird anyway. So Clip was my name around the locker room, clubhouse, whatever. But you'll go with like I'm trying to think of a good example for you guys, but like Broxy. Like you would take somebody's name and add a SY or a Y on the end. Kind of like Brooks Kepka. They call him Brooksy. Yeah, you, you hear that a lot. You'll go initials a lot. Did you have a nickname when yeah, you played? They just shortened my name. They just said Chan. Chan Man. Yeah. Yeah, That's. It. I mean, that's it. Nothing <laughs> Nothing special. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. Yeah, no doubt. Bryson, uh, welcome back to the state of North Carolina. You guys went to uh, Charleston to play some baseball. Won one out of three. Won that first one, which took you a couple days, but yeah. got that win. And then lose the other two so uh i don't know what was the uh the thought after losing that series to charleston what was the the conversation like amongst you guys um i mean it was a pretty disappointing weekend um you never really go into a weekend series expecting to lose two games um especially as as talented as we are i mean we we expect to win um every game we play but um yeah i mean we're a little frustrated right now um the beginning of the season hasn't really started the way we want it but i mean I think we're heading in the right direction still. Um, we're working out some kinks, but I think we're going to get to where we want to be. And you always hear, ignore the noise and, and the polls and all that stuff, but the expectations are what they are. That's because you guys have been so good in the right. past. So uh, d- is there added pressure when you're, you're picked high, when you're supposed to win, quote-unquote, or is it just, hey, the other teams are playing hard too. <laughs> you know, they practice too. Yep. Uh, what's the, the the deal there with, uh, with the losses and, and – is it too much pressure on you guys, or is it, hey, the better team's winning, you know? 
No, I don't think it's the any added pressure. I mean, I think as we have those high expectations for ourselves still, but um, yeah, I mean, we've played some good teams, um, and like I said a while ago, we still haven't played to, I believe, the best of our ability the whole year, really. Um, we've showed flashes of what we can do, but um, yeah, we're still trying to put that together, so hopefully um, sooner rather than later, we get those worked out. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, how do you feel uh, so far about the way you've played in uh, 2022? Um. And I kind of ask you that every week because yeah. it could change every week. Yeah, so I mean, it can. <laughs> um, this weekend, uh, didn't really have my best week at the play. I mean, I think I swung the bat decent, hit, made some hard contact, but not really much to show for it. And I feel like, especially Sunday, I mean, we hit a lot of a lot of balls hard on Sunday and didn't really have um, many offensive numbers to show for it. But well, a game like that, do you leave it saying, "All right, I'm I'm still feeling good"? Like maybe I didn't get the hits, but I I barreled it. You know? Yeah, I mean we. Um, we talk about it a lot. We don't really look at hits for a measurement of our success at the play. We look at quality at bats. Um, and I mean, I had a few quality at bats. I mean, you take you take that as a as a win, I guess. Yeah, Bryson World joining us. Busy week this week, Bryson. Right back at it uh, tomorrow against UNCW, and then Wednesday against Elon. This will be your uh, last five game week of the season. And I've been asking everybody, do you do you would you rather play four in a week and have an extra day off? Would you rather play five in a week? What's your your preference? Um, I really I don't really have a preference honestly. I mean, uh, the way we practice is honestly kind of like a game um, as far as like tax on the body. I mean, we get out there and we work hard here in practice, so it's not really an off day uh, that extra day. How about on a day like today, Bryson? Do you get swings in? Do you throw? Like, do, is it all? Is it lifting? Like, what do you do on a, a quote day off? Yeah, uh, we lifted at one today, and I'll probably go uh, tonight and get some swings in on my own. How many swings do you take on a off day? Um, not as much as I do on a regular day. I probably hit off the tee a little bit and then hit off the machine. Yeah. Just try to just try to fill something that I'm working on. Uh, in basketball, it's like you have to leave on a free throw, or I have to hit 10 free throws in a row before I leave. How about baseball? Do you have to get a certain amount of good swings in before you can leave? No, I think you got to end on a line drive, though. End on a line yeah, drive. you hit four or five bad in a row, but if you get uh, that one good swing off the end, you're going to think about that for the rest of the night. <laughs> All right, there you go. I like that policy. There's uh, Bryson Whirl. Uh, how to end a BP session right there. Uh, Bryson, uh, how about the, the schedule coming up this week? UNCW. Ryder and CJ both said it's uh, it's a rowdy environment. Yeah. Uh, you probably hear it out in center field. You hear it when you're up to plate. And I don't know, does that add a little fun to the game when there is a crowd like that? Yeah, it definitely does. And I think I've had some buddies play for UNCW in the past, so it makes it a little personal too. And also standing out there in center field, they have that, that see-through wall that's kind of through left and left center, and they get a pretty good crowd on the hill out there. So you'll hear some chirps from the crowd. So it makes it makes it pretty fun. The worst thing you can do is, and we've learned this from opposing teams and the the left field megaphone guys but is engage negatively like i guess if you engage positively or you know kind of do something i guess you don't want to engage at all right but uh, the worst thing yeah. you can do is let them know that they're bugging you yeah because then you'll hear it more um, <laughs> if i can i'll try to say something to the crowd like say hey what's up what's how's it going but if it's kind of a close game i gotta focus on it. i really don't try to say too much yeah bryson world joining us today inside the pirate radio studios elon coming up back home and then another home series against vcu and uh, i know you'll be glad to get back uh, in front of the home fans but you saw a lot of those fans this past weekend right the pirates yeah. travel well yeah there was a, um, a decent crowd for us there i think there was more pirate fans there than there was um charleston fans for sure and that's uh that's awesome that these uh these fans will will go and see the pirates play and uh and still a lot to play for this year talked about it with Ryder a moment ago you'll kind of uh 
set everything even once you begin conference play uh in a couple of weeks and uh and and your goal is to win that conference championship win the regular season and it's almost like you have a whole nother season coming up when those games begin yeah i think we're just over a third of the way through the season i mean you still have two thirds left to play i mean that lot can happen we can go on a good winning streak um and yeah i think our goal is to win the conference for sure if we win the conference win the conference championship i think we have a good chance to maybe host the regional again you said before we went on the air like you, you almost feel like you're at the point where it never ends now like you're right your head's down you're in the middle of it you're you're in the grind and sometimes uh it, it's hard to come up for breath right it's just yeah, games 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 yeah it's kind of like you get one day off and just boom we're traveling somewhere else to play another game and uh you, you're probably ready to get back out there after losing a couple in a row there right yeah we're yeah we're eager to get out there for sure i mean we had some discussion today. I mean, we're ready to go for sure. Bryson World joining us, logged in, ready to go. Uh, let's get some W's this week, Bryson, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. All right, sounds good. Thank you, sir. There's Thank Bryson you. World, uh, Tilt a Whirl, ready for uh, some dingers coming up this week and uh, and getting on base. And you can spin us some more. That was fun last week. Right, sounds good. Well, uh, take a time. Hey, out. How, how is your shoulder doing, by the way? <laughs> we were worried about that. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. It's good. All right, good, good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zach Womack probably don't want us to do that anymore, so we, we won't. Uh, <laughs> take a timeout, come back, have more for you. Uh, we'll get people caught up on a crazy NFL day. We got the quarterback carousel rocking and rolling, and we'll talk more NCAA tournament as well when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Talked a lot of baseball today. We'll talk some more with Zach Agnos coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Your ECU baseball report is brought to you by... Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau. Call ECU grad Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance at 531-1812. Brandon's clients always have a cell phone number. He's available before or after business hours. You can call him today, 531-1812, to schedule a review and get a free quote. Uh, check out Brandon Manning, our sponsor for the ECU Baseball Recap. And uh, Bryson World put it best. It was... Uh, disappointing weekend of baseball as east carolina drops two to college of charleston they win game one eight to five that game uh got uh, delayed into saturday they finished it up on saturday picked up an eight five win and then lost on saturday after that four to three and lost the finale ten to three as uh Ryder giles talked about was not a uh, the best performance in ecu baseball history uh by any means but quick turnaround this week tuesday at uncw elon wednesday at home vcu in for a three-game set 
this weekend so that's a look at uh where the pirates are right now 10 and 10 chandler and uh ready to see them back home after uh, a week away from clark leclerc i'll be out there uh, at least saturday and sunday so uh looking forward to seeing them back in action again yeah pirates need to get back on track and uh, you know obviously the slow start of the season with uh being swept by bryant but then you also got some quality wins against uh you had that carolina game on that sunday and then you had a really good week uh including the keith keith leclerc classic where you swept there and now <clears throat> the pirates were trying to find themselves again in a good situation they uh uh had to go on the road this week to old dominion in virginia now had to go to south carolina and play charleston a very good team that's coming off that was coming off a win against number three texas uh during the week so uh, the pirates are playing quality programs uh so far this year uh and and they're going to play another one tomorrow night in wilmington so uh and then the pirates like you said have a chance to come back home in front of their home crowd and the great crowd that the jungle brings and hopefully get back on track this weekend against vcu uh let's so march madness going on ecu baseball going on but the nfl is king the kings stay king they will always be king <laughs> and what a news day today just when it comes to quarterbacks and and what we'll do now i'm going to go through the teams and just say if their quarterback's back from last year or say who their new quarterback is there is at least one division where everything stands pat, and that is the AFC East. The Bills have Josh Allen coming back. Uh, Pats have Mac Jones. Miami did add Teddy Bridgewater, a little insurance, to go with Tua Tagovailoa, and then the Jets have Zach Wilson. So everything stands pat in the AFC East. AFC North, Joe Burrow back with the Bengals. The Steelers bring in Mitchell Trubisky. Are they done, or do they draft a QB? We shall see. Cleveland Browns make a monster move uh, over the weekend. Out of the blue. Bringing in Deshaun Watson. So I wasn't following it that close, Chandler. Did it look, but I saw some memes. Did it look like he was going to be a Falcon? Yeah, I mean, because you had, uh, was it Cal Pitts? Somebody for the Falcons tweeted out, uh, you know, a, a tweet that kind of pointed to the direction of Deshaun Watson going to be the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. They actually signed somebody else, and then he deleted the tweet and then said, like, this is what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about what you guys were thinking. <laughs> uh, so that was funny. Uh, but, you know, he, he the Cleveland Browns, I just did it again, by the way, he, he, he. Yeah, you got a he-he-he thing. Yeah, I know. I got to stop that. But he told the Cleveland Browns and said, hey, I'm out on you guys. Thanks for the interest. I'm good. Then, next thing you know, it's the Carolina Panthers who were told that news. And so I was very disappointed, frustrated. I was madder than hell, as uh, people would say back home where I'm from. Uh, Where are you from? uh, Clinton, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Dark horses. Uh, so, um, and so I was like, now he's going to be in my division either for the Saints or the Falcons. Great. All of a sudden, here comes the Cleveland Browns again, and now Deshaun Watson for two hundred and thirty million dollars, every single dime of it guaranteed. He is a Cleveland Brown. Yikes! What do they build around him? Because it felt like Cleveland was about to go into another major rebuild because they were going to break up with Baker not get watson landry's gone of course obj long gone to the rams but now all of a sudden they're a a factor in that afc north uh the baltimore ravens have lamar jackson of course returning tennessee titans have ryan Tannehill back uh, for another year it appears as of right now the indianapolis colts Mm. carson wentz out 
and uh they bring in a new qb today was wondering what was going to happen so i said last week that no matter if deshaun watson went to cleveland baker mayfield's gone there's no way he's coming back well it kind of turned out that atlanta was the team that is doing what i thought uh cleveland would do matt ryan so the falcons don't get deshaun watson and they don't have matt ryan because he goes to indianapolis today in a trade is that an upgrade matt ryan over carson wentz mm, i mean i say yes yeah I'd rather have Ryan than Wentz. Oh, I saw something um, just a while ago, and I'm trying to find it now, but the starting quarterbacks for the Colts for the past seven years. Don't look at it. Let's see. Andrew Luck. No, I'm just saying it might be a question on Wednesday. Oh. So this is cheating. They have had a different starting quarterback week one, right? Yes. Since 2013? Yes. I believe. One guy I didn't even know of. I'll throw the name out there. Tolson? Tolzien? Tolzien. Tolzien? Scott Tolzien. He's from... Oh, uh, well, I'll keep that in mind, and I'll study that list. He's Wisconsin, I believe. I found that to be pretty interesting myself. Yeah. So. Uh, they add one to the list. Matt Ryan will be the starting quarterback for the Colts next year, week one. It looks like Houston is going to ride with Davis Mills, uh, their rookie from last year, coming into year two. Trevor Lawrence uh, back with Jacksonville. Mahomes, of course, in Kansas City. I guess Derek Carr is going to stay and remain in Vegas. Just... How about he adds his old buddy, Devontae Adams? I thought that was pretty cool. Huge. And uh, uh, turned down the Packers. They offered him way more than the Raiders did, is what I read uh, in one article, but still decided, said, hey, I want to go and reconnect with my old quarterback from the Fresno State days. Chargers have their guy, Justin Herbert, and the Broncos made a splash earlier this offseason, bringing in Russell Wilson. Dak back with Dallas. Jalen Hurts, still the quarterback of the Eagles. Washington brings in Carson Wentz to be their QB. And it looks like the Giants are going to ride another year with Daniel Jones. Aaron Rodgers announcing uh, earlier this offseason he has agreed to remain in Green Bay. The Vikings continue to pay Kirk Cousins a crazy amount of money. And uh, the Bears are going to see what Justin Fields can do in year two. I guess golf in the lines is golf like their quarterback of the future and now. I mean, he's their guy, right? I, I mean, it's not very exciting, but uh, Jared Goff in Detroit. Tampa was one of those teams that we thought, okay, what are they going to do at quarterback? That feels like uh, a Deshaun Watson or maybe some veteran, Aaron Rodgers, somebody going there. Nope, it's still Tom Brady. Tom Brady back with the Buccaneers. The Saints make a move today. Bringing back Jameis Winston, who was on a one-year deal, I saw the um, the stats, the win-loss records of their starters from last last year. Chandler, mm-hmm. they had a couple of them. Was it Peterman? A couple of guys were over. I think Hill might have been one and something. Jameis was five and two in games he started for the Saints last year. Ian Book was also one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, Notre Dame started last year. He he started a Monday night game. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, in that game, um, I don't yeah, hate James as a five and two. I hate to break it, though, especially that first game. Remember that first game they, they played. In, they played in Jacksonville and played uh, Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and yeah. the Packers crushed them. Um, then the next week they got slaughtered by the uh, a team I like to call the Carolina Panthers. They also won a thriller against the Bucks, right at home. I want to say. Yeah. I know they beat Washington because I know Tom since he's been in uh, in Tampa, he has not done well in new orleans yeah. so yeah, that would make sense so the saints uh back with james who is the quarterback of the falcons 
Marcus Mariota. Oh, that's right. I'm glad you're here. There's another move that happened late this afternoon. Marcus Mariota goes from Vegas to Atlanta. Two-year deal. Wait. I thought he was with the Seahawks. Marcus Mariota? <laughs> okay. So, no. Mariota goes to the Falcons. Seahawks still don't have Okay. That. All right. All right. Mariota to the Falcons. Yes. We're calling him Mariota, Mariota. How is it? Is it Mariota? I, I say Mariota. I go Mariota like uh, Roger Goodell did. Atlanta's got – and they that can't be their long-term – thing i mean they think you're gonna draft a guy find somebody i am still fascinated to see who drafts a quarterback do they already have one in the mix or uh are they start from scratch the panthers are still two guys out there chandler um baker mayfield and jimmy garoppolo now this tweet coming from will kunkel with uh oh willie kunks well yeah willie kunks from fox the fox news channel there in charlotte sounds like a dirty word despite twitter <laughs> you're you're a kunk yeah I'm, yeah god that sounds hey, real bad hey, how about you look in the mirror i need to kunk. beat that yeah <laughs> despite twitter reports i'm told the panthers are still not interested in baker mayfield that coming uh-huh. that coming an hour you know ago from will kunkel they don't want a child at quarterback yeah do, we they don't want, want an child. adult we want a grown man like sam darnold mm. so sam darnold the qb only roster right now for right carolina now. still a couple out there matthew stafford re-upped with the rams cardinals have kyler murray apparently he's reposted all his pictures of him in cardinals gear whatever uh that's, child- that, that, that's childish 49ers have two quarterbacks they have Jimmy G and Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Are they going? Jimmy G's going to be on the move somewhere. I mean, if it's gonna, that feels like it's gonna happen soon, right? Yeah. I mean, sooner than later. So they're gonna ride with Lance. Jimmy G is gonna end up in. I could see Jimmy G staying in the same division and playing for the Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. Interesting. Because Seattle needs a quarterback. They need a quarterback. But I've seen, you know, uh, plenty of uh, tweets, reports uh, that they might be wanting to start fresh, maybe look into the draft uh, at some of the quarterback talent that, that is uh, there in this upcoming draft coming up in April. I remember saying that two years ago, the Rivers, the Brady, there was just a ton of quarterback movement all over the league. And I was like, this is the craziest I've ever seen it. And now it's just what it is. It's like this every offseason now. And... It is fascinating, the quarterback race. It has become like the coaching carousel where teams kind of get fed up with their quarterback, and then he goes to another team, and that fan base is kind of excited because, hey, he's better than what we had. So that is kind of where we are with the quarterback carousel right now. It's funny you say that because, and I feel like it's like this whenever a team trade, especially for a superstar like Russell Wilson, but his his press conference the other day for the Broncos – we were watching in here. I believe it was with Brian. Somebody was in here, and uh, I said, it looks like he's being introduced as the head coach. Uh, just, you know, with the jacket, the the pin there on the jacket. He had his family there. Family. Uh, the family. Uh, so it is, it's funny how you kind of compared it to the co- coaching carousel that we've seen for years now. And now it's a trend of the quarterbacks as well. It's wild, and uh, if you don't have one, you get left behind, and you could argue that none of us have one. The closest to having one would be me, Carson Wentz. I mean, yeah. A former <laughs> running of uh, MVP. Yeah. Um, 
and what a season he was having that year before that terrible injury. Uh, obviously, it did not stop them from going and making a run and and winning the Super Bowl. And the backup for Carson Wentz that year, Nick Foles, ended up be, uh, being the Super Bowl MVP. Who will probably be filling in for one of these guys we mentioned this year and winning like four games. Yeah. And then getting another contract and then failing as the starter. It, the circle of NFL quarterback lives. It's, it's a crazy thing. All right, so uh, so there's the update there. Uh, quick Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Uh, State. State. Gary Hahn, NC State women are leading Kansas State right now in the women's tournament. And it uh, looks like a packed house in Reynolds Coliseum. Is Gary Hahn really on the call for this game? No. Okay, I was go- well, I'm glad because I was going to be very upset that he wouldn't have made the trip to Brooklyn because I was looking forward to hearing Gary Hahn. Uh, when they played in the first round of the ACC tournament. I would say this is way more important than uh, state loss in Brooklyn. This That is true. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to look up Gary Hahn see if he's on this call. What, how are you going to look him up? Google him up. <laughs> you're you're going to... What are you going to type into Google? Is Gary state. Hahn calling... I'm going to call Gary state. Hahn. Gary Hahn, state. <laughs> Tony. Tony Haynes. Where is Tony? I'm going to Google up. Let's get out of Tony Haynes. <laughs> uh so you got women's action going on I, I followed a cbi game earlier today couldn't watch it because it's on flow sports and i still have not even i know i could figure it out i'm just not even going to attempt to figure out what flow sports is and how to get it well you know you mentioned earlier in the show that you did not watch ec baseball well yeah. you had to pay 30 dollars to watch it I think I saw somewhere, maybe it was Davis Searcy that tweeted out and said, you know, it costs $30 for the Flow Sports package. Or there, yeah. was, some kind, there was some sort of... Um, that must be the premium plan. Um, I'm not sure, but I, I'm pretty... That's what ECU baseball versus college... Well, we had somebody on. there, uh, but I'm not going to ask what he saw Ooh. because it will probably not go well. But uh-huh. I will say CJ Schaefer did a great job on our, our social media, had some great fan reactions, stuff like that. A good uh, crowd of Pirate fans, too. Yeah, yeah, everybody that you've had in so far is not lying. There were absolutely, all three days, more Pirate fans than uh, College of Charleston supporters there. It was cool to see. Probably a good trip idea, too, where you look at the baseball schedule, you say, hmm, the first day of spring, we're going to be in Charleston, South Carolina, playing baseball. Let's do a little roadie. Yep. Yep, thank you for agreeing with me. Who did did your uh, lovely girlfriend go with you? Yeah, I brought Kate with me. She y'all made it time. a little couples retreat? Yep. She she had a good time. Did y'all stay at the... Um... Where are you going with this? <laughs> Where are you going with this? I was trying to, what's the place, Sands or whatever? The place Michael Scott went with uh, Jan? <laughs> no. <laughs> what's it called? I know that's not Charleston, but I was just... Sandals? Sandals oh, in yeah. Jamaica? That's where my parents <laughs> went on their honeymoon. I was just thinking of uh, CJ having pictures of him putting you were lotion of on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did y'all have like romantic dinners or anything? No, we well they had a hot dog and a hamburger at the ball. Hold on, he said no. Well, so. I, I well I got an old buddy who. Lives How old down are there we and... talking? Eighty-seven. <laughs> I've got an old buddy that's 92 years old. <laughs> He's on his last days. <laughs> he made us some fried bologna sandwiches. Should have never turned on the mic. <laughs> How old is his buddy? He's my age. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about so him? We, Y'all ate him? No, he came to the games with us. We uh, we stayed with him. He's here to buying an Airbnb right now. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So you got some free lodging? 
free lodging that's right where were you at and for folks that i know i follow you on snapchat oh that's nice of you um yeah we're we're like that we're bros like that and there was one story you had over the weekend it was a pretty cool like display of were you at like the college football hall where were you at this weekend (laughs) or was that from a year ago hold on it was probably from a year ago a year ago i'm asking questions knowing they're stupid are you asking him was he at the college football hall of fame in charleston south carolina well no he did put on a story but i think it was from a year ago i did yeah well no i know it's not in charleston but i was i didn't know if he maybe went off went off a beaten path and went and watched or or went to the college football hall of fame would have been cool a year ago but that was cool though yeah a year ago today we were at a nascar race in atlanta in atlanta so yeah we spent like four or five days there speaking of which i did not get to see it yesterday and neither did you cj but have you read about looked into watched the dvr version of a new track right in atlanta yeah i did watch a lot of the clips it's the same i mean same like track a new it's surface? A repave. Yeah. Okay. it was repaved um i'm sure you're familiar with restrictor plate racing like how they do at daytona talladega i still don't understand what that means it's a different package uh it's like a different aero package that they do with the cars um it prompts you more to do drafting rather than just a leader gets a 10 second lead and you never see him again you know but uh my favorite package is the total package like fluger thank you thank you for that torture rack got a thumbs up from say you're welcome that was good oh you're welcome thanks a lot uh william byron with the win yeah uh once again a lot of new new names different names there were there there are a lot of people last year uh clamor because atlanta has two races a year now and a lot of fans wanted one of them taken away because the races were just not very fun so they had to do something uh and there were a lot of lead changes yesterday a lot of pack racing from what i saw uh and it sounds like a race that i'm going to need to get back to now that they've redone it uh, we talked to Coach Mack last week. He was naming out a bunch of tracks he's going to go see this year. Yeah. So where what races have you been to? I've been to Charlotte. Uh, my dad and I went to Charlotte Motor Speedway like 12, 13, 14 straight years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, Coke 600 every time. Uh, I've been to Darlington, and I'm going to Richmond in a couple weeks. And in October, I'm going to Martinsville. And I've been to Atlanta last year, obviously. So what's the one track you haven't been to that you want to go to? Bristol. Definitely Bristol. Ah, uh, that's the one? Yeah. That would be Coach Mack said he is not going because he is upset they're putting dirt back on it. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just one race. They, they have two races every year. One of yeah. them's dirt. One of them's asphalt. He's protesting. I, heard I it, understand. I heard it pees him off. It does. It, it really grinds his gears. No more dirt in my tracks. That's right. Keep dirt. You know what really grinds my gears? Keep dirt outside where it belongs. All right. This has been your NASCAR Minute with CJ Schaefer. Content junkie. We'll uh, take a time out, come back, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We will hear from East Carolina infielder, pitcher, Zach Agnos. He'll join us here with the stash looking right. We'll do that. Hour three. Also have a giveaway for you. And Brian Bailey. A lot to go in hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Back after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. And uh, coming up this Saturday, Kinetic uh, Physical Therapy and Wellness Center will be having their half marathon free 5K and one mile fun run. And uh, they had to move it to uh, this Saturday due to uh, some weather conditions. So it'll take place this Saturday, March 26th at the Greenville Town Common. The half marathon will start at 7.30 a.m. The free 5K will start at 9 a.m. And the one mile fun run will start at 8.30 a.m. And the purpose of the event is to promote the health of the Pitt County uh, area residents. And it gives both competitive and first-time runners a chance to experience the benefits of physical activity and healthy living. For more information, uh, call 364-2806. Once again, it's the Kinetic Physical Therapy Half Marathon Free 5K One Mile Fun Run coming up Saturday, March 26th. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, all righty back with you here pirate radio live on a beautiful monday in eastern north carolina welcome back into the show we'll continue on our players lounge presented by delcor uh and zach agnos joining chandler honeycutt and i inside the pirate radio studios and zach we appreciate your time as always how you doing today i'm doing good thanks for having me on looking forward to it yes sir monday and uh looking forward to a uh, busy week of baseball you guys are right back at it tomorrow and wednesday before welcoming in vcu this weekend so kind of a good thing when you lose two in a row you probably want to get right back out there right for sure for sure you just want to get that next win under your belt so that you can uh, get that taste of winning and then we'll uh we'll hunger for it more and we'll play better we'll show up and then we'll build off of it so well zach here's a tough question for you and then a dumb question but what went wrong this weekend why the one and two weekend um yeah I mean, it's just a collective whole. You know, we just didn't show up. Like, uh, College of Charleston, they they wanted to beat us more than we wanted to beat them, plain and simple. And, you know, we can't roll out the balls like we did last year because we don't have – we didn't have Norby who's going to hit 400 with a jack every game. We didn't have Stump who's going to hit a jack every game. We didn't have Fran. Like, because if one of those guys had a bad day, then guess what? The other two will pick him up, yeah. right? So, um you know, it's just inconsistency showing up, and we talk about it all the time, man. And um, Coach Godwin has warned us, like, when he was like, hey, guys, we don't look engaged, and whatever. Like, that's what we say, kind of, but, like, we need to stop that because he's right. He's seen it. He's coached for a very long time, and there needs to be some leadership on the team that needs to step up and kind of nip, nip, nip the issues in the butt when it happened. Like, if we notice it, like, we – like go to the hitters meeting everybody just kind of got we call it the glazed overlook if they got that then we got to nip it in the bud or be like hey you're not playing or something like that but you know it's just inconsistency sometimes so uh yeah that's plain and simple i mean you can't really sugarcoat it and you mentioned uh, those names from last year and all off season you know you kept saying who's going to replace these guys and uh cliff godwin's teams have found a way to replace those people you lose every year and the candidates for this year were yourself were Josh Moylan, uh, were you know Bryson Worrell, Amac, and at times uh, you guys have have been that. Uh, and and look, Moylan's going to figure it out. We know that yeah. at some point. Um, and we've seen guys step up, Cam Clanch and, and Jacob Jenkins Coward, kind of out of nowhere. But 
you guys did lose some studs last year and it's still early enough in the year to to think that a, somebody else is going to be the new stud on this team and yeah it could be all you guys yeah i mean it is it's just finding our groove um and like i said it's kind of like when i said about the taste of winning once you get that little taste of confidence it's uh it's really a momentum swing and personal like for personal uses and for the team uses like once we get that taste we're going to roll once someone hits a big home run in a big spot they're going to get confidence and then they're going to roll and it's just going to roll on throughout the season all we just need is that little spark so uh, Zach, I know you guys, um, and I won't speak for you, but a lot of Cliff Godwin and some of the players I talk to, you don't really look at average. You don't like that stat anymore. Right. I mean, you're in 296. I would talk. It's almost 300. I would talk about it if I were you. But what stats are important to you? Like, um, what do you you look at? The only stat that they keep track of I look at is on base percentage, really, okay. because I think I think on base percentage is more important than batting average. Um, I don't care how I get on. I just want to get on because. Um, you know, I'm not. I mean, I score a lot of runs. Like I can produce runs on the base path, and um, we also keep track of quality at bats. Yeah, which is barrels, walks, even like if, even if you strike out, if you have like a five pitch at pitch bat, scene. yeah, pitch yeah. a scene. Uh, that's that's the main stat I look at is my quality at bats because usually when your quality at bats are better, you start barreling more balls, you start getting more hits, um, and even like even when you barrel a ball, it's still a quap like. Because, I mean, uh, like, I'll, for example, my first at-bat yesterday, I barreled a ball, hit off the pitcher's leg, just right up the middle, quality at-bat. I'm not mad about it at all. I'm only mad when I – I'm not mad, but I am I learn about it. Like, I'll sit back in a dugout and teach myself, like, like okay, maybe it wasn't the last call. Maybe I took a fastball in an 0-0 count right down the middle. Like, right. the story of the at-bat. But, uh, no, pretty much just quality at bats and uh, on-base percentage is the only two I look at. On-base, uh, 378 will round up. Uh, you're getting on about four out of every ten at bats. Yeah, take that number, right? Solid, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that I, one. We can, we, we can improve it, though, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get it up more. Uh, Zach Agnos joining us. And uh, once again, Zach, what do you do on a, a Monday? Is it just lifting? Do you get swings in? What, what do you do on your day off, quote-unquote? I usually try to get swings in. Um, How many are we talking? Uh, T-work, front toss, and then I'll do some BP off the machine. Probably 150, 200 swings. Not not high intensity though. Right. Real nice and easy. Just keeping the feel. Um, just lift usually. No practice. Um, got class in the morning. Got a night class at 6:30. Um, we bother you for a few minutes. Yeah, I got this. You got a full day. I do. My off day is my my longest day. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wait till game day. I know, right? And on that note, do you like the five game week? Uh, like this is your last one of the year. I don't know yeah. if you've looked ahead, no. but I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, do, do you like that? Uh, would you rather have the extra day off in between? Um, you know, I, I always like playing more than practicing. Um, that's no knock on our practices. I love practicing, but um, it you know the best type of practice is live game and um yeah i mean like i like we talked about i think it's a great chance to get back up on our feet and get rolling so uh yeah i i, I love playing i could i would play seven days out a week if i could <laughs> my body would allow me to sometimes <laughs> i assumed it but your teammates have kind of confirmed it the uncw maybe the rowdiest crowd you'll see during a baseball season you'll you'll see that tomorrow you are a very uh entertaining guy engaging like you you'll talk it sounds like to just about anybody yeah do you talk to opposing fans no not no not at all okay no i mean not even good like just don't uh, engage at all i mean i'll engage like i hit a ground ball was a friday i beat out a double play ball and 
there's two fans sitting right by like the first base coach box. They're like, you're out. I was like, I looked at them. I was like, it wasn't even close. Like, as I just kind of laughed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right, now nah, you ain't that fast. And then I st- and I stole the base. <laughs> I oh, like, nice. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. uh, but no, nah, I mean, I don't really. Even if like. Even the worst thing you can do is show them that you're annoyed by it, right? Yeah, right. That's what they want. Yeah. And College of Charleston was kind of like, like I mean, they, I mean, baseball games get chirpy, um, and the UNC Wilmington always is. I mean, I remember last year two fans sitting right next to the third base dugout just jawing at Coach G the whole time, and I, uh, I mean, I turned to the umpire and <laughs> I said, then because they got kicked out, so they moved down to the third base. Oh wow! And that's when, and I was sitting right there. And they said something about my socks being up and the pants being tight. I was like, I was like, I turned up. I said, Hey, how how many games suspension would it be if I put a cleat in both those dudes' face? <laughs> and he said, he said, he said, if it gets them to shut up, he's like, he's like, I'll wear it for you. <laughs> so it's, it's funny, but no, nah, I really don't. I don't interact with any of the fans. If we're at home and it's like before the game, and you know, Reed will come up, give me knuckles, give me, oh, let's go. So give, oh, yeah. give me riled up a little bit. And and I talked to Ryder earlier too about how some of it, like the majority of it, you probably don't even hear. Like you're yeah. locked in, focused. But uh, a one liner or two will probably slip through and yeah, maybe make sure. you chuckle. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember my freshman year against UNC W. Um, they said something to me about my brother and i got pretty fired up and coach palumbo just kind of pulled me by the back of the jersey and was like hey come this way because oh, wow. uh, you know I, I mean i get pretty worked up sometimes and yeah. and i i mean there ain't really much i'm not saying that i won't get beat up but like if i'm if i'm pretty worked up and someone's in front of me i i'll go after it i don't care <laughs> i really don't care how big they are but uh yeah it's the product of having older brothers right yeah that mindset that are that were bigger than me speaking of which uh we hadn't talked to jake in a while how's he doing health wise good really really good he's starting to throw um is he looking at playing some games yeah this year this year yeah definitely this year yeah i don't know when after like 10 different months right (laughs) but he's feeling really good he always he sends us videos of his updates and he's all he's fired up and just he's in a great mental state too um physical state he's great he's just taking care of himself really well so in the yankees organization yes sir uh and we talked about it earlier alec burleson actually about an hour from now will be in the starting lineup for the cardinals playing the nats how cool is that that's pretty special Uh, i hope he doesn't beat up on my my nationals too much (laughs) (laughs) and that's uh that's the dream you know playing uh in the big leagues and a guy that was here just a couple years ago doing it your brother doing it like it i don't know that's it's got to be a good thing for for ecu right to to have these guys yeah i mean it's like a recruiting tool almost like um you know you can say we had gavin williams drafting the first round norby drafting the second round jake was drafting in the fourth burley in the second whatever i mean it's just like you can you can rely on those guys because I mean, they'd made them the players they are here. So, um, it, like I said, it's rec- recruiting tool and all these kids are like, oh, I want to – like, their dreams, obviously, if they're playing college baseball, 99% of the guys are like, I want to play pro ball. And you got that track record of these top five rounders year after year after year. Then you're like, hey, I want to go play for that guy because he must be doing something, right? And I feel like we've talked about this to you before, too. So it feels like – and maybe I'm in a bubble just from the people I follow and everything, but it feels like – college baseball is getting a little more mainstream maybe uh, i mean do you feel that way i, I mean yeah, yeah. I, I do um i've actually stayed off of social media for quite a good bit these good. past few weeks but uh once i go check it's always just college baseball it's like college baseball doesn't get the attention it deserves yeah it, i mean it's really 
you know, you can't beat college baseball because it's just passion, man. Like, you, we're not playing for money. We're just playing to play the game we love. And, and I really don't think that there's any other way to play the game. And I, I'm a Braves fan. Like, Albies and Acuna and those guys, Dansby, yeah. they, they mix it up. They're exciting and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes baseball can be a tad yeah, boring. Sure, sure. <laughs> but they almost, uh, those guys feel like college. You guys are always, you're celebrating on second after a double. Right. You're doing whatever you do. <laughs> uh, I think it makes it fun. And yeah. you, you got a cone, you got a cowboy hat. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's have fun, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. And I think that when you have fun, we always talk about there's a line with fun. If you have fun the right way, I think it's a real, like, it, you, it, you can't beat it, man. Like, you can't. And you play loose, you have fun, like you it's just so enjoyable and, and that's what our team did such a good job of last year and which we're trying to implement on our team this year is just having fun but knowing the line and really just enjoying each other's presence and just you know, just being dudes. And winning is fun. Winning is fun. Dudes can be real dudes when they win. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, The the great thing for the diehards is you can watch almost a baseball game at any time of the day and any day of the week on ESPN+. Right. Bad news is for the old timers flipping around, they're never going to see a college baseball game, (laughs) you know? So it kind of is still a niche, but uh, it's way more easily accessible than it's been in my entire life. So right. that's a great thing. I used to have to, when Jake played, I used to watch through the website. Like ecupirates.com. Yeah. Yeah. They would have like one camera. Yeah. <laughs> Just a camera that's really far back behind the plate. And I was like, who's that hitting? Is that Brickhouse or Packer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it has uh, changed and will continue to change. Right. And, uh, and that is a great thing. Talking to Zach Agnos, uh, talk to some of your teammates. CJ said he watched a little bit of Gonzaga Memphis. Ryder, he's kind of a basketball guy. He was talking about the teams he had left that, that he was pulling for. You're not much of a hoops guy. Uh-uh. Did you watch any of the tournament at all? Do you know what's going on right now? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason is because Charlie Hodges is my roommate, and he and he's all into that stuff. Okay. And he's a big Illinois fan. Oh, man. And, I mean, who'd they play the other They're day? Also Houston. Yeah, but who was that before? Who'd they play? Oh, they should have lost to – I got to look it up now anyway they almost got upset in round one yeah anyway he 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 was screaming chattanooga chattanooga that's who yeah. it was he was screaming at the tv so i really didn't have a choice like i was like all right i'm gonna go shower just get away from this tv <laughs> he's like come on are you serious i was like charlie you gotta relax dude i can but, relate i was uh, at my in-laws this weekend and uh I was in the basement in a recliner in front of a TV the entire weekend. It was awesome. Like just you can't beat it by myself. But I and I don't even notice it when I'm doing it. I talk at the TV, like yeah. get in, the, you know, just the talk. <laughs> and they're up there. Like my wife's sister and mom are like, "Is he calling for you? Is he okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, he's just talking Watch to the TV." Force. Yeah, yeah. So we are really <laughs> insane individuals, and we don't even realize. It. <laughs> well, that's the best part. Is like you're sitting there, you're like, oh you suck you can't make that shot and then, meanwhile i mean i'm just like i'm watching professional baseball players trying to hit 105 i'm like are you serious get your like blah, blah, blah. yeah oh we don't understand how hard sports really are sometimes. no so, absolutely <laughs> like i could have made that no you definitely <laughs> could not and there's a reason i'm not on the court and exactly. you watch it. uh it might it's probably more entertaining for people to watch the people watching sports than it is watching sp- like if you watch a lunatic yell at the TV, yeah. I, I, somebody get me on film doing it, I'll probably stop doing it. Right. I realize how well, ridiculous. I, I think. Am. I think my other favorite part of this, when someone's talking about their team, like I'll be talking about the Nats, I'll be like, "Man, we're just not good this year." I'm like including myself on the team, and I'm like, I, "You know I, what? 
Zach, I think I'm a wee guy too. I, I'm definitely. I try. A guy. I guess I try not to say it, but if I say we being Washington, right? Uh, man, we gotta we gotta at least split with Philly this year. And somebody say, "Well, you're not playing." <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know what? I'm. <laughs> I've cried a lot over this crappy organization. I feel like there's a we now. It's, yeah. yeah, seriously, you put a lot of time into it. It's like the, it's like the Nats. I, this all season, I was like, man, we need to get some bats. And my mom was like, we. I was like, we. <laughs> we I'm a Nat. We yeah. got one, Nelson Cruz. I know so. we did. Yeah. You a Nats fan too? Oh yeah. He just did you hear that? He just used we. He said we got one too. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are oh, part I know, of the like, team. <laughs> I am like Exhibit A because I do it all the time. Right. Panthers, yeah. Nats, oh, yeah. Hornets, everything. Yeah. Uh, even talking about you guys like i'm like we need you know this and that yeah we need to get a win tomorrow night yeah seriously we do yeah can we be part of you yes of course you guys always nelson cruz is still slugging at the age of what how old is he 41 i believe right is he 41 years old he is 41 but i you know in fact he'll be 42 during the season in a couple months wow well i've also heard that a lot of those people from like dominican republics like not lie about their age. they just stretch the truth a little bit about their Good age point. and so i like uh one of my one of my coaches he said that like some of these guys that are like say they're 38 are really like 43 yeah so like he's like he's like these guys are playing baseball like he's like albert bulls really could be 50 years old and we have no idea like what's the purpose behind that do they do they say um, well you well, you're well, more attractive if you're five or six right. years younger if yeah. you're if you're 16 year old throwing 98 miles an hour people are like holy cow, holy cow like let's get that dude rather than you're 28 which kind of stinks too it kind of casts the shadow on like if you're good you're good right and it's like because i feel like nba draft like well this guy played college three years he's old now like he's still awesome and young i don't know yeah yeah yeah. i know you were gonna look this guy up yeah julio franco says he's 63 he played major league baseball till he was like oh yeah yeah yeah. i've heard upper 40s maybe um like 46 so he played from 1982 to 2007 <laughs> it's 2022 so that 15 years ago he would have been 48 years old in major league oh baseball but like your point he was probably mid 50 yeah, he could be very well could be swinging a baseball bat so uh that, that that's he, who i thought got a of. nice little pension then coming in from the mlb <laughs> ten, 10 year vest getting a nice yeah. little pension all right uh well zach let's uh let's go let's get some w's this week let's do it uh starting tomorrow on the road uncw back home wednesday for elon and then your final non-conference three-game series yep. against vcu conference play coming up yeah we're excited about that good deal and uh everybody vote for uh you know what i'm not gonna tell you how to vote <laughs> everybody exercise your right to vote and vote on the mustache march poll which is if you think zach's mustache is better than his opponents vote for him that's right which it which it is better but i mean look at four, it and this is a four seed folks i mean i think i think you should be higher ah uh, yeah i you know i didn't i didn't have any say in the voting for the seating but it's okay i'm not mad about it can't complain about where i am uh we got a new one posted here oh uh, why does JC and why does Ryder look Ryder. like a serial killer? So does, so does JC. <laughs> I don't want to see either one of those guys in a dark alley. JC's a JC's a character. You gotta love the kid. He's awesome. Ryder's got the crazy eyes. Yeah, Ryder's got the um, wide open eyes. I don't know if I don't tell Ryder what I'm about to do here. Oh, you voted for him. That's nice of you. I uh, could call. <laughs> uh, so you can vote ECU baseball. That one's just out. I don't know if you're out yet, uh, Zach. We'll check. But um, the uh, the voting is now available. And I tell you what, if you do advance, 
the round the final four matchup between you and Mayhew. and Mayhew's gonna be one for the ages. Mm. Yeah, I need to get rid of this bald spot. I need to find, or is it on this side? I got a bald spot on one of the sides. Is anybody adding, like, what's it called? Uh, Just for men die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is yes. anybody yes. doctoring? Yeah, we have people, plenty of people die in their stash. Plenty of you people. You seem to know a lot about it. I died in my freshman year. <laughs> my roommate my roommate left on his uh, left on his die a little too long and stained his skin for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, thanks for hanging out, Zach. We'll right, see you next you week. Guys. Zach Agnos joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back. We still have a giveaway. We still have Double B, Brian Bailey, and a lot more. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. We've got a giveaway coming up at the end of this segment. we got Brian Bailey who's going to join us in just a little bit as we are coming off a weekend of March Madness and a weekend of Pirate Baseball. East Carolina losing two out of three to College of Charleston. Plenty of opportunities to see East Carolina this week on the road at Wilmington Tuesday uh, at home against Elon Wednesday and back home this weekend for VCU and our ECU Baseball Recap is brought to you by Brandon Manning and Farm Bureau. You can call Brandon today for a free quote. Schedule review, 531-1812. Also, ECU Spring Football. Talked about it earlier in the show with Holt Nailers. And a shout-out to our Pirate Radio crew. Uh, Big Dog, Jenny, Troy D. I don't know who was out there, but whoever it was, thank you. for. You weren't out there, were you? Mm -mm. (laughs) You made it look like, no, I ain't working on Saturday. I was like, no. You asked me if I was out there. I wasn't. (laughs) You were not there. I got some great video uh, comments from Mike Houston, from Malik Fleming, uh, Noah Henderson as well. Good to see Noah talking to the media, competing in spring ball. That tells me he's relatively healthy. He has always had the, the issues where he'd start a lot of games last year, have to come out, go back in. And that is a key, uh, Chandler. We talked about it earlier this calendar year, but... One, uh, and we'll talk more with Holton about it this spring when he joins us on Mondays, but the health of the offensive line, because you had Malovic and yeah. Vanderlyn go out last year. Early in the season, and one of them, I believe it was Malovic that got hurt in that very first game. Vanderlyn might have been the one that didn't even get a chance to play at all last season. So, yeah, the health of this offensive line is going to be a key. Uh, and, of course, the experience that it's going to bring, too. Second straight year where you lose a tackle week one. 
it happened to Deontay Smith the previous year against UCF in that weird COVID year. Yeah, uh, with no fans in the stands at Daddy Ficklin Stadium late in September, the Pirates didn't play their first game that year until two days after my birthday, September 26th, I believe that that date was uh, for that game. So yeah, you know Deontay now with the Cincinnati Bengals uh, made it to the Super Bowl. Good for him. And then you also had a guy Bailey Malovic, who a lot of people kind of questioned his you know his weight and you know his stature he is a tall dude and has that frame he needs to feel that frame and that's exactly what he did in the offseason last year and that's what hurt the most uh about bailey you know the what he worked for to get his weight up and he looked really good because i remember going out to the spring game and then also in fall in fall camp seeing how much weight that bailey malovic had put on and yeah. the work that he had put in to you know be that you know that stereotypical right tackle and uh so and just for him to go through all that work and just to have that injury that he had the season injury that he had in that very first game was very frustrating and i remember talking to we had donnie kirkpatrick talking to him how frustrating that was as a coach to see somebody work so hard and get knocked out of the season uh right off the bat and so hopefully that has happened again this year so glad to have bailey malavik back and uh, some other guys too like vanderlin as well yeah and uh you made a couple of references there you said first of all you said late september and i was <laughs> all i could think about was i woke up maggie and told her i had something to say to her it's late september we really should get back to school but I didn't say that because you had moved on so long from that. <laughs> but then I you, got the reference. Then like, you said what hurts the most, and all so I could think of was being so close. Was being so close and having so much to say. Yeah, so like watching you walk away. I feel like you probably said some pretty good points there about the offensive line, but all I could think about was those songs. Well, it was the references. It was the references. So there and you you're the refer- question you- is, did he get the first reference? Wake up, Matt. Yeah, sure he did. Taylor's an old soul. Wake up. Wake up, Maggie. I think yeah, I got, got something to say to you. <laughs> yep. Late September. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Maggie. Just I wish so I. No. Nope. There he goes, no, chiming in. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to sing the other song. That's Hoobastank. I thought I. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference. I wonder what Hoobastank's doing. Are you think they're touring this year, uh, CJ? Let's look them up. Oh, wow. Um,. You know How, what? I'm gonna that say might yes. be the shortest tour in the history of ever. I'm, hey. Oh, wow. They Shot have two songs. I mean, fires. how long? Do you, I mean, come on. A got, lot of bands have only had one song. Yeah. At least they had two. Um, once you get done talking to about Hoobastank. I don't and, like their website. And, <laughs> <laughs> and before we talk to Brian Bailey, I want to talk. We've been talking about the movie. Oh! Not only are they touring. They're coming to Greenville. They're coming to the state of North Carolina. Dogwood Festival? April. I thought that was in Farmville. Wait. Say that again. No. No. No, well, no, 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 no. Does it say Dogwood Festival? Yes. But it's the, it's not Farmville. It's it does Fayetteville. Start, it's Fayetteville. Um, oh, okay. Fayetteville, North Carolina. CJ, are you going? Not far from me. Are you going? I'm thinking what about are going the to stank. The what stank. are the dates? I, I, I think I'm going to go get my stank on. Friday, April 22nd. I'll look up tickets. I mean, you should go. Why We're going to go. Because you're stanky. Yeah. We're going to go and hear two songs for about seven or eight minutes and be miserable for two hours. Yeah, we'll probably. Hey, play that one again. <laughs> play the reason. 
<laughs> All right. Before we talk to Brian Bailey, can, we've been talking about the moves in the NFL. Can we talk about this one that the Panthers made? Johnny Hecker is the Carolina Panther. What the hecker? <laughs> oh, clip. That's a big move. He's a great punter. Johnny Hecker. And then he's... What uh, is he holding? He's holding a, I don't, some sort of... It looks like a silver football. Uh, but I, I guess he's going to be also ball. doing the uh, holding duties for the Panthers as well. So, Johnny Hecker, one of the, if not the best punter in the NFL, is going to be a Carolina Panther. Panthers made some great moves this offseason. By the way, Susan Deans did chime in earlier in the chat and said, hashtag Firemount Rule. Uh, no way. There's no way she did. Uh, Shirley, see if you can find Double B. Chandler, did you see? I thought this was a joke. But apparently, Scott Fitterer and Matt Rule actually did like cl- go up close to kenny pickett while he's holding and, and like no there there is video and picture proof that they, this happened i saw pictures of him showing his hands to them and they're all like and in that group over it you, you mentioned scott fitter you mentioned matt rule to add to that group ben mcadoo uh wanted to take a look uh show me your hands i want to see your hands the big dog said that would be a funny bit I want to see his hand. I want to see your hand. I want to measure your hand. I, get, I want to shake his hand. I guess the best way to know is to go up close and see it for yourself. And I actually saw one picture where they had him gripping the football like he was about to throw it to see yeah. how it looks. Turns out he can hold a football. Good to know. <clears throat> he's throwing some dimes today. I did see that, but, uh, I mean, it happens every year. They they drop dimes in pro days. Uh, yeah, when you're nobody's chasing after you, you nah. can throw football pretty well. Brian Bailey joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We talked a lot of NFL news today, quarterbacks going everywhere. Bailey, I saw where former Cowboys tackle Lael Collins is going to the Bengals. Dallas has lost quite a few important pieces this offseason, haven't they? Yeah, and they had to rearrange some things, and I'm still hoping they're going to pick up a couple more. Uh, but the ones – Nothing's really surprised me because I think I've heard about it since the end of, end of the season last year. It's one of the reasons they were really hoping to make a run in the playoffs because they knew they had to, you know, to revamp the lineup a little bit, and they've had to revamp it a lot of it. And they lost, uh, you know, Amari Cooper um, goes to Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. yeah. And I, I thought, well, okay, you know, you've got C.D. Lamb, who I think is really good, and Michael Gallup. And I really liked, is it Cedric Wilson Bailey? Is that the, the name of the the receiver from last year? Uh, he played well, but he's gone too, right? He went somewhere else. He, he went to Miami. Yeah. I was hoping they could keep him. Yeah. But you, you get to the point where, you know, if you're if you're a number four wide receiver, and, and obviously I think he's better than that. Yeah. Proved, you know, that way. But he wants to get paid, so yeah, he moves on somewhere else. So that's the, the way it is in the NFL. How about today? We've got all, we talked a ton of ECU baseball and March Madness, but the quarterback carousel never ends. Bailey, you've got Matt Ryan going to Indy. Uh, Atlanta replaces him with Marcus Mariota. Uh, you've got the Deshaun Watson news over the weekend. This there still will probably be a Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield ball that's going to drop. Like this thing just keeps on going and going and. It was not always like this, but but now it is. Teams are just scrambling to find a QB. Yeah, they are, and that's you know, and that's one of the reasons you know when everybody was was upset with you know the money they were trying to pay Dak Prescott. But you know, once you get one, you, you got to try to keep them. And I think it's uh, it's good news for the Colts. I think that's a that's a great deal for them. Uh, not sure what the Falcons are doing, but you know, I, I think that 
when you look at the the whole big picture like that, you know, sometimes in life you need a new start. And I think that's a good deal for both. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, you give people a new start every year on the second chance with the Sweet 16. And we had that earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. Uh, some special celebrity guests uh, chiming in, including Mike Houston. So make sure you check that out at 6 o'clock. I need... I needed a second chance in one of my regions, and that's the region where I had Kentucky not only winning the region but advancing to the championship game. They lose to this year's darling, St. Peter's. Everything else uh, still intact in my bracket, although I probably should have taken Gonzaga over Arkansas and maybe even Arizona over Nova, but I stuck with my guns. But how about yourself, Bailey? Did you need a second chance this year? How's your bracket? I need I needed a third or a fourth chance. You know, it's funny because I got into the CB, one of the CBS sports ones, you know, just to just to put it in there. And I think at some point on Thursday I was in two hundred and eighty four thousand such and such place or something crazy like that. And then early Friday after the first wave of games, I had gotten to the, like sixty four thousand place. I thought, well, you know, heck, we're moving up. And then <laughs> it went put the hell in a handbasket after that. And uh, if there's a million of them out there, I'm about nine hundred ninety nine thousand. So who, who, who hurt you? Tennessee, Kentucky? Who? Who? Just about all of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, the Kentucky one was a stunner. Obviously, you know, a two and a fifteen because. You really, when you go into a bracket, you can't pick a 15 to beat a 2 because it only happens, what was was this, the 10th time in the history of the tournament? Uh, It's only the third time that a 15 has made it to the Sweet 16, if I'm not mistaken. You got Florida Gulf Coast and Oral Roberts last year. Yep, 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 ORU last year and and Florida Gulf Coast. So, you know, it's just, but when you're picking these things, and and that's, that's part of the fun of it, but I'm telling you, man, I watch so much basketball. Yeah. The last four days, it was just crazy. And just, you know, watching guys, that just, they get hot at the right time. And, you know, you see, you know, we saw a, a different Duke team in the last five minutes of that game than we've seen in, in weeks now, probably. And how about North Carolina? If I'd, have, if I'd have told you a month ago they could go on a run, you say you maybe so. What if I told you that they'd be in this spot knocking off Baylor back in, like, December, January? I mean, they were like a bubble, t- like, on the wrong side of the bubble at one point this season. Yeah, they really were late in the season. They were still looking at, you know, were they going to get in, were they yeah. not, were they going to be a 10, were they going to be an 11, you know. And, and then when they got the 8-9, I said, you know, you're better off being 11 than you are right. 8 because in 8, you got to play the number 1. But you play the number 1 and you beat them, and they beat they beat the living dark, just daylights out of Baylor for most of that game. I mean, it was crazy. And then, you know, you had the controversial situation with Brady Manick and and, you know, even when he went out, and I said, okay, they'll make a run. But, I mean, 25 points, and for Baylor to come all the way back and tie the game and send it to overtime, good. it was something. Houston Cougars representing the American, Bailey. They were once again in the Sweet 16. Good win yesterday against Illinois. They get Arizona, who I've watched Arizona play this year. At times, they look unbeatable. They certainly look human uh, in this tournament, especially last night, nearly losing to TCU. So, at one point, I thought Arizona might cruise uh, here in this one. Now, I think this is going to be a good game coming up Thursday night. I think it will be. I think, you know, you talk about a player's coach, but Kelvin Sampson goes in the locker room and takes his shirt off, and they're just having a having a party. They were fired up, and I thought that was, that was some great video. In fact, I just typed my script, and we used it for the play of the day, and I said, 
I, I wrote on the script that they advanced to the Final Four. Now, I caught it right before I said it on the air that they advanced to the Sweet 16. But it's so funny. I guess I was thinking last year when they did advance to the Final Four. But Or are you already seeing the future, Bailey? Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Thomas, I am. So, Duke playing on Thursday against Texas Tech, North Carolina Friday against UCLA. What uh, blue blood from our state has the best chance to advance? I think Duke has the better chance to advance, but I think they both certainly have you know great chances, great opportunities. And uh, you know, if you had told me two weeks ago that Duke and Carolina could play in the Final Four, I would have laughed. There's no way. And then you know, and even even after watching the ACC tournament, and you know, Carolina looked great one game, looked terrible the next game. Then Duke looked terrible against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's long gone. ACC champs sitting at home. You got Duke and Carolina right there. You know, two wins away from meeting again in the final four bailey it seems like every year we get this sweet 16 double digit seed versus double digit seed matchup the problem is we don't know which one it's going to be so we can never pick it uh all i heard last week was how bad iowa state was i hadn't watched them play this year so i said okay well i'll have them losing in the first round here they are i knew how good miami was i do like usc so i had usc beating auburn uh, Chandler had Miami beating USC and Miami beating Auburn. Either way, we didn't like Auburn. Here's the U uh, favorites in a Sweet 16 game. So there's uh, it's kind of a wild card game coming up on uh, Friday night as well. Well, if I knew Auburn played defense like they did, I wouldn't have taken them, put them in the <laughs> Final Four. But yeah. I did put them in the Final Four and lost that one. So yeah, it's just and it's so it's so hit and miss with what you've got. You know, the coaches all say it's all about matchups, and they look at you know when they look at the games and stuff, but. I tell you, it's just—it's almost comical if you if you go back if you record all the final four picks on Selection Sunday by all the commentators and then go back and look at it because you know nobody gets all anything right. Brian Bailey joining us, Bailey. I'm going to ask you a question that you one of those you get asked like if you're out at tiebreakers and somebody sees you and that says, "Hey, Brian Bailey, hey, uh, what's going on with the baseball team, Bailey?" Yeah, <laughs> what's going on with the baseball? You know, I think it's just been a, a matter of, you know, I, I still think they have a little bit of a hangover with the Carson Wizard Hunt situation. I think that, that, that that's that's part of it. they got to shake that off. Uh, I don't know if Cliff would agree with that, but, I mean, I think that's got something to do with it. I think we, we've looked at the starting pitching hasn't been what we thought it was going to be the rest of the way. And then, you know, we only get, you know, three and four innings from your starting pitching. I mean, that's, that's really a tough deal. And yeah. your bullpen, you go into those guys and, uh, you know, part of the, the great part of this team is the depth from the pitching staff, and they, you know, they really haven't had a chance to show it because the starters haven't gone long enough. But uh, you know, it's, it's it's still relatively early in the season, and you know, you look at you can just look in Cliff Goblin's eyes and tell that he's you know he really wants to get this thing turned around, play better baseball, and I think I think we'll see it down the stretch. I think they've got a tough week this week though. No doubt, and it uh, starts tomorrow night with UNCW. Bailey, appreciate you joining us here on the program. If folks missed it, they can check out the Brian Bailey Show coming up at 6 o'clock or download it anytime and also check out Double uh, B on WNCT Channel 9. I saw your cohort, Ken Watlington, was celebrating today as UNCW uh, pulled off a major comeback to advance in the CBI. Uh, Shaquem Phillips, the guy you used to watch around here at South Central with a big game today, Double B. And it's great to see Shaquem doing so well, but I, I really, the way he came in here yelling and screaming, I thought Wilmington was, was put into the tournament. Like, <laughs> that large bid to the NCAA Sweet 16. 
but uh, he was fired up about it, and that was that was good to see. And, and I was one of the few people in this uh, in this United States of America that watched Virginia play on ESPN Plus last night in the NIT, and that was two defensive basketball teams trying to score against one another. It was uh, it was kind of one of those Virginia miserable games, but they won. I'm not watching any more Virginia hoops. I tried it in the ACC tournament late in the year. It's tough, Bailey. It's tough to get through. It's tough at times, though. Uh, real quick. Uh, so much going on. Forgot. What about Michael Schwartz? What do you know? What do you like? Uh, what do you think of the hire here? Well, you know, I go back to to when it first started breaking that that you know Coach Dooley had lost his job, and and so we're trying to think, okay, where, where are they going to go? And you know, you got to put the the parts, the pieces together. And obviously, when John Gilbert's pass goes to Tennessee, his relationship with Brick Barnes, and I, I looked at, at at the staff directory and looked at each one of the resumes, and I really thought Schwartz was was, you know, just above the East Carolina job because he's got a great resume. So I went with another one that I thought might be the favorite and uh and Justin Ganey because he had North Carolina ties. And and then as it started, you know, coming about, I just think I think that his resume speaks volumes, that he's got a great resume. I just don't know I was concerned when I asked the question uh, during the Zoom press conference, you know, what what did you tell John Gilbert, you had to have to win here, and he really, he really didn't say a whole lot about that. And I'm just, I just hope he doesn't assume that some things are like Tennessee because I, right. you know, you can't afford to be like that. But I'm sure that he's talked with John, and, and he's got, he's got a great relationship with John, which I think is vitally important. Yeah, I think Mike Houston has a great relationship with John, and I think you know that that Joe Dooley did not have a great relationship with John, and that's that's vital as far as you know, trying to win especially in basketball at the school. Yeah, that's a great point. BB, enjoyed it, man. Have a great rest of your evening, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Take care. Double B, Brian Bailey joining us here today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout. As we do, we will make you a winner and open up the booty bag here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, Shirley, what do you want to give away to start this week off? Um... Let's, um, let's do a large two-topping pizza courtesy of Domino's. All right. That can be yours if you are caller number... Seven. Caller seven, 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians at ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and special, uh, specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Russ Carson of Bethel picked up a large two-topping pizza courtesy of Domino's. 
Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Every day, all three topping pizzas are only $7.99 each for carryout only. Order online today at dominoes.com. And a quick note as we head back into the show clip. You know, we've been keeping a track on where Harold Varner III is uh, going to be placed in the rankings in terms of golf. Great minds think alike, Shirley. That was going to be my next point. Ah, yes. Take it Um, away. Well, unless something drastic happens, we are expecting that he will get that invite to the Masters. I think it's, like, official at this point. Well, I I haven't seen anything official yet, so, um, but the top 50 golfers get an invite to the masters and uh but one big name will not be at the masters and that will be phil mickelson phil mickelson charlie we've been doing this for too long i was literally i had it pulled up here oh okay well i'm glad that uh, we're both on the same page now let's do an alternate universe where shirley did not bring that up okay and uh now back to you clip shirley uh Thank you very much. Great ad read, by the way. How about this for Augusta? Harold Varner in, Phil Mickelson out. Oh, what? what? Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. Well, get out of town. I'm not lying to you. Can I get a source on that? Yeah. Like what? What? Who is reporting that? Internet.com. Oh. Oh, that's wow. a good one. I've been that's on that a good internet one. thing before. Um, Shirley, the Harold Varner tracker says hp3 moves to number 39 in the world he is guaranteed to make the masters okay then so i guess there's a cutoff um well i mean i don't consider it official until either his name pops up in the field i don't consider it official until i take my ass to augusta <laughs> and see him hitting Why'd the ball you have to point to your ass <laughs> right <What>? down here <laughs> It's two little butt cheeks. <laughs> it is. It's two little butt cheeks. Oh, this um, thing right here. You know, it's two little butt cheeks. I, no, to your point. Until we see like uh, tea times and groups. Well, and, let's see. You know what? To me, it's let's a, see. Thank you, Michael. You know Hold what? On. No, I will tell you when no. it's official. No, <laughs> I, I don't no, know. Please. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll tell see. you when it's going to be official. When Harold tweets out a picture of the official Masters invitation that he will receive, and says, "We here. We here. We out here." Well, all right and uh as far as mickelson goes uh phil mickelson removed from list of competitors uh the three-time champion no longer listed in the field wait the three-time champion is no longer listed in the field of active players but instead as a past champion who is not playing who is not playing okay so he'll, so be, he'll, he'll be in there with his be, green jacket yeah he'll be in augusta yeah. as an appearance but he won't play i'll have the champions dinner Aye. mickelson has missed just one master since his first in i'm gonna say 1992 i don't know over or under 92 shirley i'm gonna go with because since you brought it up i'm gonna go 89 okay the answer is 91 oh first time uh well because usually whenever we talk years it's usually a year that somebody repeats repeatedly 1991 oh yeah (laughs) yeah 89 and 91 sorry (laughs) yeah you got the wrong one you knew it was one of the two yeah i got the wrong one you picked the wrong one uh so there you go masters coming up and uh when does that begin let's see let me look at my trusty calendar here chandler I'm going to say that's April 7th. Is that what you're going to say? Um, 
I was thinking it was going to be towards more uh, the end of April. Well, you would be way wrong because it is April 7th. Okay. All right. So we we'll got... kick off April with the Mastines. <laughs> what was that? It's time to with go. the Mastines. Uh, Harold will be participating in this week's tournament. Saw that earlier today. There is a tournament next week, and then it'll be time for the Masters. What a great finish for Harold in the I'm Players' like, Championship. Yeah, I'm pumped him. about it now because I'm like, we always we do a Masters pool or whatever, but now we de- we have a rooting interest. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. right. We did what, we did a Masters pool last year. Yeah, we'll do another pool this year. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. And, I'm uh, down with it. I am putting money line <laughs> Harold Varner in the fire. Hell yeah, we all are. All right, we will. We uh, are? <laughs> everybody, all of us. Oh, I didn't know we were doing we're that. We're going up no to Jersey. Toys. I'm going to drive to Jersey, <laughs> and put the bed in, and then take it out. In fact, yeah. It's two little butt cheeks. I, if somebody could take sign your butt up cheeks to Jersey as a new user, we could get like free bonus cash, not even bet on it, and just take our cash and run. Enroll. Scam, baby. At, bounce. at not clip Brock. Scam these scammers. Yeah, this is a Calvin Ridley situation. Don't let them know it's me. I am not clip. Fakeclip.com. All right. Let's uh, see you on Tuesday where we will talk hoops with Cy Seymour. Uh, Aaron Fitt going to join us from D1 Baseball. First time we've had him on the show this year. He joins us Wednesday here on Pirate Radio Live. Got some other great guests on tap for the week as well. We will see Jay you tomorrow, CJ. Shirley, Ooh, well done. Shirley, sir. you will be here. I will. <laughs> what you got for me, big I, boy? I'm gonna honey cut. I'm gonna cut it out. Honey cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it up to Clip Rock. Tuesday, three o'clock. We'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the Voice of the Pirate Nation.